I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Patrick. Hey, what's going on? You're my friend. <laughs> I'm just trying to wake myself up because yeah. it's been a day. It's a very, very rainy, rainy lousy day, day mm-hmm. and I didn't sleep that well. Actually, no? I did sleep okay. I think I slept okay. Okay. Well, you got to wake up now because it's podcast time. It's Tuesday wake night. Up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to- No, it's Wednesday. It's What day is it? Today's oh, it's Monday. Monday. Well, but all right. for them, it's Tuesday. Right. Well, happy Tuesday, everybody. <laughs> happy Tuesday. Well, welcome to welcome. Kicking and Streaming. Kicking and Streaming episode 34. We're back to our normal, regularly, regularly, regularly. program. <laughs> I didn't even have a drink today except no, for a sip neither. of Dave's snark juice. Oh, yeah. And that seemed like it was powerful. That doesn't sound right. Snark juice? <laughs> <laughs> I had a sip of Dave's snark juice. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows what uh, that is? It's, um, we're testing out, we're testing out custom, like, special drinks for the oh, wedding. And we want to name them after the themes that we're using for some of our tables. So what's snark? It's snake juice. Oh, snake from, juice. Yeah, from Parks and Rec. But at some gotcha. point, Leslie is really drunk on it and she calls it snark, snark juice. Snark juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fine. So, so are so you Dave's actually going to call it snark juice? No, we'll probably call it snake oh, juice. Okay. Um, but <laughs> that, yeah, that's so one Dave reference an too many. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but the people who know will know, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Well, Did cool. you get our invites? I got your invites today. I'm very excited. I'm going to announce it right here on the uh, podcast so everybody can show up at your no, wedding. No, please don't do that. No? <laughs> I thought you, you were just going to announce whether you were coming or not. <laughs> no, no. You you know my uh you know my situation. But you're coming, right? What? What? Oh, I'm going to be out of country that day. I didn't what? tell you. Just that day? <laughs> just that day. Yeah. <laughs> you It's a once ass. in a lifetime chance to go to um Snor- Norway. It's a hmm. very special place you probably never heard of it but it's very sounds cool like, very popular sounds like a for boar Norway. Uh, nope nope it's actually very lively despite the name it's a party <laughs> round the clock <laughs> well great i can't wait to see your photos from Norway. Mm, yeah it might not make the gram but maybe something will i'll mm. have to fire up photoshop perhaps i think mm-hmm. i mean uh post great photos anyways what's going on with you sammy how's everything going love the shirt that you're wearing bringing it back to the 60s or the 70s yeah it's kind of like uh for the audio listeners it's like uh uh i don't know what do you call those (laughs) the sleeves bell sleeves bell sleeves yeah yeah Mm -hmm. right so if you've heard of bell bottoms well here are are also bell sleeves the shirt version of the bell bottoms. Shirt version of bell bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like this shirt. It's nice and flowy. It's fun. I, I kind of like some now color. that my hair's getting longer, I'm mm-hmm. embracing sort of the hippie look. Is your hair still pink? It seems kind of brassy. Yeah, it's fading out a little bit. Um, yeah. But hmm. it's still pink. It's you, just like you're going to repinkify it for the uh, yeah, wedding? Yeah, but not, not super bright. I'm going to keep it this kind of lighter. Oh, okay. It's going to be- A rosé? 
Yeah, exactly. Okay. Rosé. Nice. Rosé all day. Rosé all day. All day? All day. Yeah, so that's what's going on. Cool. Shirt. And um, Shirt is what's going on. Good shirt. You know, sent out the invitations. That was a lot. My my stepmom helped with those. Fun. So that was good. It's great. Did you notice? Did you notice stuff on them? I noticed. Uh, no. <laughs> I noticed that you, you noticed can plant nothing. it again. I I literally yes. brought out the trash. I brought in the mail, open it very quickly, and then put it on the back of the couch. Like I'll I'll read that later. Wow. Very busy. Very That's busy. That's how much our friendship means to you, huh? Well, you see, I was booking this Norway trip. Oh, and, sure. Uh, because, oh, you were booking this mm-hmm. Norway trip as yeah. soon as you got my invitations. Yeah. You saw the date. Mm-hmm. and Yeah. And uh, Trexpedia uh, really waits for nobody. So What? Yeah. Is this a Star Trek voyage? <laughs> no, it's like Expedia, but it's uh, it's the only way to book a trip to Norway. <laughs> I think she bought it. <laughs> I didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And you didn't buy the tickets because Norway doesn't exist. Yeah, I don't know. Just Trekspedia. Nah, you have to Actually, wait and see. Trekspedia probably does, but it's a Star Trek. <laughs> it's a, tra- like it's a Star Trek thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> All right. Well, you'll have to um, take a closer look at it later and mm-hmm. see if you find anything on yeah. it that is of interest to yeah. you. So before we get into the episode, I will say my wife was chomping at the bit to watch the next Buffy after last yeah. week's episodes. Those yeah. real cliffhangers. Buffy ran away from Joyce, ran away from home, expelled yeah. from Sunnydale. Left, so, left Sunnydale, yeah. She was so excited to get back into it. So yeah, we, I asked we were you happy if we to could... get back in for you know a day early. Yeah, well, because I asked you, I had something come up for tomorrow night, our right. regular Tuesday night recording right. and I asked you if we could do either Monday or Wednesday and you were like we got to do Monday Amy needs to watch this <laughs> yeah <laughs> she will not be able to handle yeah. waiting another night <laughs> right right so so yeah so it's exciting to get into season three of Buffy there's so much to talk about in this episode yeah and I think that I said this already last episode but if I didn't season three is my favorite season of Buffy oh really and I'm not going to say, like, I not that I think it all goes downhill yeah. after season three. It's just that season three has the most episodes that I love Yeah, in it. This is so, where it peaks, in your opinion. This for me, yes. This is where the yes. series peaks for you. Yes. And there are reasons for that. Okay. There's definitely some awesome, awesome episodes, awesome developments and things that happen much later on in the yeah. series. Do Oz and Willow get this uh, married? This is the one. I can't tell you that. You think Oz is going to die, so you, you're the one who has that to make some predictions around that. That just makes his death even more tragic if he gets married and they have just a loving relationship. Like if they do like a drive through wedding, I could see that happening. And then he a goes drive-thru off A drive-through wedding? What is that? Yeah. They, they have them uh, in Las Vegas. Like you drive through. Like they just oh. have a guy and he just blesses you and you're good. Good to go. Get your paperwork. Move on out. Just like uh, ordering a number three at McDonald's. I'll take a you marriage, think, please, for you the think road. That's, <laughs> you think that's in, that's what Willow and Oz would do for their wedding? Sure. I think they're a no-frills couple. I think they just want to, you know, I don't think they need uh, the whole pageantry of a wedding, you know? Hmm. Okay. You should float this well, idea by Dave, see if uh, maybe you guys could save some cash, just do a little drive through thing. He's the one who wants a big wedding. Oh, okay. 
I mean, you know, <laughs> I I do like being the center of attention, but after last year, I was <laughs> kind of like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like, you know, I might be okay with this. And he was like, what? We we have to have a party. We have to have our friends. We have to dance with everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, okay, guess, guess that's what we're doing. Groomzilla. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's perfectly fine. But I know I know it was important to him to have a big party too. Yeah, wasn't just me dragging him along right. and doing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and he's getting into the dancing. He's a great dancer. Yeah, I could picture that for some reason. Yeah, he's got a lot of rhythm. Cut a rug, this guy. Yeah, he yeah. definitely can. All right, nice. All right, cool. All right, let's well, do this. Let's let's, let's do get this. into Buffy. Let's jump into because we can't wait anymore. We watched this week season three, episode one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's called Anne, and the original air date was September twenty nine. 1998 it was written and directed by joss whedon yes so your predictions that i pulled from last episode Mm -hmm. which were all over the place what are you talking about (laughs) and some of them you kind of were starting to make predictions before we actually officially got to predictions Mm -hmm. so i wrote those down too those are unofficial those are unofficial predictions they mustn't be counted unless they're accurate well so they're accurate i'm counting them (laughs) i'm counting them whether they're accurate or not all right all right so you said buffy skipping town won't last long because the hell mouth is still open Mm, yeah and then you also said that maybe spike will date joyce because you were like maybe you know he breaks bad he comes back (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) you're gonna abandon that one i don't know we'll see We'll see if it comes we'll true. We'll see if it, if it comes true, then I won't abandon it. Uh-huh. But okay. You're a very slippery weasel, Patrick O'Hulahan. I am very glib. Uh, and then you said that this would be cool if this is what happened in this episode, but you didn't think it would happen, but you said it would be cool <laughs> if Buffy is not in the episode at all. We just follow the rest of the Scooby gang and hell is breaking loose, quite mm. literally. Yeah. There's all sorts of mayhem in Sunnydale and the Scooby gang is like, what are we going to do? And then at the very end of the episode, Buffy shows up and saves the day. I was so half right, sort of. You're a little, yeah, a little yeah. bit right there. And then you also said at the, uh, da, 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 but she's going to be a mopey Buffy. So we got to get around that. Perhaps her character will take more of a dark twist because now she's got some real demons to contend with. Yeah. So that was kind of all one prediction. Um, all right. <laughs> then you also said that Spike and Drew are going to be gone for a while. They will return, but not for a while. And you said, I think they'll be gone for like half the season. Yeah. Or season. Um, and then you said, Snyder will get his. Don't worry. He's got more to his story. Him and the chief of police are up to something. Perhaps they live in a nice studio apartment together. <laughs> okay. They I have, was just being silly here. <laughs> they have a bromance. They make ramen noodles for each other at night because they're not good cooks. And they watch Matlock together. Kind of checks out. This is the show I want to see. Real, real uh, buddy comedy. You know, and then you said that you had no thoughts on the big bad. It's going to be somebody new, and then you said Angel could come back, come back, but not for a while. Akathla could come back, and then you just said you have no idea where to fall on that. There we go. So those Sounds are like your me. predictions. <laughs> rambling <laughs> predictions. Yeah, rambling and scrambling. 
Yes, that's what you were doing. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into the actual episode. Yes. So this, I think, is my favorite episode opener ever. For all the seasons, you mean? Like no, for just every episode, this is my favorite oh, open of all of the episodes. You love I'll, this cold open. We'll have to keep watching, but I love this cold open. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's phenomenal. I like it. A and lot. actually, when we went to start watching this episode, it was already like four minutes into the episode because probably what happened because I don't really love scene. this episode <laughs> yeah I don't really love this episode right. for like kind of the rest that happens but I love it so I probably will watch this season and watch the first couple of minutes of this and then skip to the next episode gotcha <laughs> so it's kind of funny yeah um, the opening is fun yeah so we open on the grave of Andrew Holick and it says 1981 to 1998. Um, and it's nighttime. We pan down. We see fresh flowers. Uh, the fresh dirt begins to move. A hand emerges and another hand. And a vamp face comes out snarling. Classic. Crawls... It's like thriller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he crawls more out of the grave as the camera starts to back up a little bit and raises to reveal legs in a wide stance stake held behind the back and we get willow's voice she's saying that's right big boy and then we cut to her face (laughs) she's got a cute new shoulder length haircut and an adorable smirk when she says come Come and and get get it it. doesn't she say come and get it big boy no she says that's right big boy come and get it it. later when xander's making fun of her he says come and get it big oh okay that's where i got it from (laughs) yeah so oh just so fun chef's kiss right Ah, there willow amazing yeah um but as soon as vamp andrew jumps up and snarls at her she loses her cool and backs away nervously then xander jumps out grabs andrew from behind holding him in place for oz to stake him but oz is sort of like fumbling trying to get his steak ready (laughs) he doesn't get it out fast enough and andrew kicks oz in the face backflips over xander pushes xander into willow and starts to run off and we get really intense music playing over the scene as oz scopes out the distance and aims his stake readying to throw it like a knife and he throws it and it bounces (laughs) (laughs) with a great tink (laughs) off of a gravestone (laughs) as andrew escapes yeah it's just so good and he goes that really never works. <laughs> and Xander asks, what was up with the acrobatics? And Oz says, wasn't Andy Holick on the gymnastics team? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this guy had some special, special moves. <laughs> sure. Yeah. He's, he's a good sprinter. Seems like he can vault over some walls easily, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that was pretty, oh, just yeah. so good. I have a few notes here. Willow looks pretty boss in her leather jacket that she's wearing. Yeah, she does. Yeah, also like her haircut that you mentioned, shoulder length, but also Xander's hair is slightly longer, just a little bit longer. Just a little bit. He's got those curls going, you know, he's got the little flip, the little wing, you know, above his shoulders. Yep. I like that look. Almost like a grease. Kind of a- Not quite. Not quite. He's got more curl than- Not quite a curl, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good look. It's a good look. I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any other notes? No, that's it for now. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'll move on then. All right. Um, yeah, and then Xander turns to Will and he's like, "What w- you know, like what was with come and get it, big boy?" <laughs> and she Tough says, talk. 
She says, well, the Slayer always says a pun or a witty play on words, and I think it throws the vampires off, and it makes them frightened because I'm wisecracking. Okay, I didn't really have a chance to work on that one, but you try it every time. Yeah. And Oz says, if I may suggest, this time it's personal. I mean, there's a reason why it's a classic. (laughs) Yeah, except that doesn't really work, you know, as a connoisseur of tough tuck lines. Oh, yeah? (laughs) I've seen and heard them all. That so one you have to reserve for... For when it's actually personal. When it's actually personal, yeah. yeah. Maybe she had a thing with Andrew, and then yeah. she could use that line, but... Like he turned her down for a date or something? Right. And then if she said that line, perfect. You know? Otherwise... What do you, you think got, she should have said? I don't know. You got to mention something about the hole that he's crawling out of. Like, why don't you crawl back in that hole you came from? I don't know. Something like that, you know? Mm, or quit a being one. a dirty boy. Something like that, because he's covered with Ooh. dirt. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then Xander says that they took um, Buffy's punning for granted, but they won't when she gets back. So it's pretty clear that she's still not around. Yeah. Even though they say school is starting tomorrow. And Oz looks a little bit distracted when Willow mentions or Xander mentions, one of them mentions that school starts tomorrow. <laughs> um, Oz looks distracted. Oz looks a little bit distracted, Xander, and Xander says that he's excited to see Cordelia, and Willow is excited for homework. Right. They begin to pack up, and then Willow says, wouldn't it be great if Buffy just showed up tomorrow like nothing happened? And Xander said, she can't just show up. She got kicked out. And right. Willow says, well, yeah, I know. I just wish, I wish we knew where she was. And then we cut to a beach. Waves are crashing on the sand. And Buffy walks into the scene, and she's got new hair, too. She does. It's nice hair. It's more sophisticated, yeah. more grown up. I don't really like it. I like it. There's too many weird blonde colors. I think it's kind of like Jennifer Aniston friend's hair. You know? I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of thinking that, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so she she's wearing like kind of a thin, beachy dress. She walks barefoot across the sand, closes her eyes to feel the sun on her face, listening to the waves roll in. This is what the I do on the beach, pans. too. This is hmm? me on the beach. This is what I do on the beach, too. Yeah? Yeah, just like the, the nice breeze sundress. and the sun. Yeah, and I usually wear my nicest sundress. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's good She's time. taking the shore. Just taking it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the camera pans down to her waist and a pair of hands reaches around her clasps in the front and she covers them with hers and of course it's angels we can tell because he's wearing a cotter ring yep and i was like Um, oh dream sequence right away dream 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 um buffy looks back at angel and she says how did you find me here and he says if i was blind i would see you She holds him closer and says, stay with me. And he says, forever. That's the whole point. I'll never leave. Not even if you kill me. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Oh, snap. Then we cut to Buffy waking from this dream in a tiny apartment. She gets up and goes over to the window overlooking the street below. There's some shouting, police sirens. Ah. And it does not look like a great neighborhood for a 16-year-old girl to be living in alone. Classic city grime scene <laughs> just like you liked in uh in the episode that we watched right. last week right yeah yep. yeah with angel in new york mm-hmm. that's new york. how i knew cities growing up 
in the 90s. Yeah. That's <laughs> Dirty what and cities, grungy yeah, and loud. <laughs> loud, crime-ridden. That's <laughs> just how, it, how I thought it was because that's how it was always painted. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. So then the siren gets louder as a cop car speeds through a nearby intersection and then the opening credits roll. And I told you to watch the opening credits. I watched you watch with a keen eye and I did notice David Boreanaz is still listed. Yeah. Did you notice anything else? Mm, Oz is listed. Yes. Yeah, Seth Green is in them now. Right. Right. Okay. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also, also the, um, the song was like remastered or something oh. or redone in some way. And yeah. it, there's a new Buffy logo. Really? So this, yeah, you'll have to watch it again. Like if you watch. See, this is like the same exact thing as my previously on Lost trivia, except you're way more excited by this one than the higher pitch previously on Lost. Okay, because there's a lot of different things. <laughs> there's like a bunch of different things. I feel scenes. like they're there's, equally exciting. They're not equally exciting, oh, okay? All right. This Buffy logo is what is <laughs> Buffy used logo. throughout all of the Buffyverse. Yeah. And. Seth Green wasn't in him before. He was just kind of a, you know, he was in He's and out. Side now, character, guest now star. he is a main character. He's a day player. Here he so, is. So that's exciting to me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. He's here to Way stay more for now. Than previously on Lost. Yeah. He's dying by the anyway, end of the season. What? What? What'd you say? I don't know. What'd you say? say no, you what'd must you have say? said something. Did you say he's not going to make it to the end of the season? I don't know. Anyways, what's next? <sighs> We return from the intro in a busy diner where Buffy is waitressing and trying to remember that she can't beat the shit out of the patrons, <laughs> even if they call her peaches and, and slap, slap her, her ass. butt. Yeah. Oh, I was like, as soon as she got the smack, I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, but she just Not like good. takes a deep breath. She lets it go. And lets it go. She should have had a moment at the end of this episode, or maybe not at the she, end because she wasn't working at the diner at the end, but she should have had a moment before she quit. Where she, where she took a tray, him. where she took a tray and just, yeah, just like impales it over the guy's face and it like leaves his imprint on it. Yeah. And she's like, clear your own tray. Something like that. Another tough talk line. You know clear what I'm saying? Clear your own tray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pour your own coffee. She yeah. pours it on his face and it burns yeah. him. Or she just like calls him face. peaches. Like, here you go, peaches. You want some she, And peaches. she pours a can of peaches on him. Right. She just crams it into his eye socket. Oh boy, so violent! <laughs> I didn't think that's where you were going to say she was going to cram it. Oh no! I mean, she anyway. Anyways, the WB <laughs> can only allow so much. <laughs> yes. Uh, so she goes to take an order at another table. This time with two lovebirds around her age. Mm. They kind of look like junkies or street urchins. That's what I thought. I was like, I'm getting sort of junky vibes from these guys. Yeah. Yeah. How they're all yeah. over each other too. Like seems yeah. like there's uh there's some substances involved. Menage a trois with the substances, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, did you recognize the girl at this point? I did. Sort of. I didn't know where she was, but I was like, I've seen her before. And then she okay. mentions it like two scenes later. Yeah. Did you but did you think that you've seen her before within the Buffy verse? Yes. Or are you just okay. No, cool. within Buffy. Seth Green was in uh, Rat Race, right? Yeah. Okay, good. He was. Because for some reason, I had uh, Smash Mouth stuck in my head, and I was like, why am I picturing Seth Green in Smash Mouth for some reason? 
And then I remember the end of Rat Race. There's a Smash Mouth concert. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You know yeah. what's funny is I always think of Seth Green when I hear Smash Mouth too, and that there must be why. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Because they like dance at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Classic. Classic, Classic. film. Gotta that's rewatch that. I say I use quotes from it all the time. Like I'll be like, oh, hee hoo. Because his <laughs> friend had the bad He's heart. Yeah, I say those. <laughs> Yeah, Should have bought a squirrel. Nice. That's a good one. Um, and he's like, do you want to know what we got back there? <laughs> ass. We're hauling ass. We are hauling ass. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who hasn't seen Rat Race from 1999, go check oh, it out. It's a go classic. Go check it out. Seth Green, peak performance. <laughs> peak performance. Also, <laughs> Rowan Atkinson, peak performance. Rowan A- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, did you know that Seth Green and um, Brecken Meyer are best friends? Oh, really? Yeah. That's they're fun. both they're in a lot of movies together hmm. um and that is one of them that's cool that'd be cool if you make it to that point where you're an actor and you're like i am a package deal with my friend and we always work together and they're like makes sense well <laughs> did you end up seeing uh change land no not yet that's not. that's seth green's movie you should see it it's really good and brecken is in it yeah yeah i think you've talked and it's about like it. the two of them going on a bro trip right yeah bro trip any road hoozles, trip, not road trip. Back to Ricky and Lily. Back to Ricky and Lily. So, yeah. So, anyway, um, let me get back there. Let me just say, classic diner. Love classic me diner. a classic diner. Whenever yeah. I have breakfast at a classic diner, it doesn't get any better. You can Is that why like, we've had some of our brainstorming meetings at the diner up the street from me? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I love me a good diner. A diner that like you can get breakfast all day. And the mm-hmm. breakfast is always huge, like so huge, like you can't walk out correctly. Like yeah. you got a little stumble in your step on your way and to your car. And that's why they have booths, so you can just shimmy your way out. <laughs> so you can lay down if you have to halfway through the meal. That yeah. too. And then the waitresses are always top notch, most of the time, most of the time. And they'll refill your coffee like 12 times throughout the oh, meal. Yeah. That's oh. what you need. Yeah, yeah, that is what I need. I can't get enough of it. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want breakfast now. <laughs> I know, me too. Want you know we're having breakfast fries. at our wedding, right? I did. I did read that. Okay, I yeah. went straight to the brunch food. Brunch for dinner buffet. <laughs> I read that part. <laughs> yep, because yeah. brunch is the best meal ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. I must agree. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the girl is Lily, the guy, Ricky. They're debating uh, what they can afford to order because they spent all their money getting matching half heart tattoos. So basically when they put their arms together, mm. they each got half a heart and each yeah. other's names. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you on this. Corny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so Buffy is like, that's nice and permanent. Mm-hmm. And then Ricky says, yeah, forever. I mean, that's the whole point, which is pretty much what Angel said in her dr- mm-hmm. in her dream. Lily seems to recognize Buffy, but Buffy dodges her questioning, then tells another waitress that she isn't feeling well and asks if she can cover for her, and then she leaves. She does she doesn't want to be found, clearly. So she's yeah. like, This person maybe recognizes me, I'm out of here. Um, then we cut to a packed Sunnydale High Library. Never seen it this packed before. Um Willow is updating Hmm? It's bumping. Yeah. First day of class. Book party. Um, Willow's updating Giles on their unsuccessful patrol last night, and they are not being very discreet, but it's also 
very busy in there. So it is. I guess it makes sense. Mm hmm. Uh, Willow gets a few books for herself as Giles tells her to be careful with the slaying and then she starts out of the library but runs into Cordelia who complains about the resort that she stayed in in her fancy <laughs> summer vacation. This is something that happens every uh, every episode one of each season. Yeah, she, always she talks did it last season too. Some terrible luxury resort that she was at yeah. over the summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like they they or they made you have organized fun. <laughs> oh, I do hate that. <laughs> Which I, hate I was like, that's why fun. I won't ever stay at an all inclusive resort. No thanks. Really? I'd like to pick. I'd like to pick and choose my own things. Yeah, me too. Yeah. If you try to force me to have fun, I'm going to hate it. Yeah. Yeah. When you guys go on vacations, do you like plan? Do you not play? Do you like wing it? Do you do a mix of both? I and always try to wing it. I always try to wing it because that's what my family's always done. And this is just how I know how life works. But uh, Amy is a monster planner and she loves to plan out the days. So usually we'll have like a rough idea in our head what we want to do. And then as soon as like we get there, she like plans out the week. <laughs> like Monday, <laughs> we're going to go here. And then Tuesday, we're going to spend, you know, this and that. So yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a monster planner as well. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because my dad is the same way. And it was like, you know, whenever we were on vacation with him and we were kids, we would complain about it all the time. Yeah. About the planning? Like, oh, we have to, yeah, like, come on, dad, we just want to stay in the pool, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. But now I'm like, oh, this is the thing. This is right. one of those things I inherited. <laughs> well, you got to manage your time correctly to get yeah. all the things that you want to get done in that area done. Yeah. So I, mean, I do appreciate the planning. If, yeah. If you're going to a place where you're not sure you're ever going to come back, you know, right, like exactly. when we went our, on our Euro trip, I planned everything to a yeah. T. But I did also put in like relaxing time. So. Mm -hmm. That's important. Miscusi, miscusi. <laughs> no, we didn't go to Italy. That's still on the list. Did you ever see anyway, Euro Trip, the movie? What? Uh, I think I have, but it didn't stick with me. Oh, okay. You should yeah. rewatch it. Not really it's a great my miscusi. Scene. Miscusi, miscusi. <laughs> uh. Anyway, uh, so Cordelia complains about the resort, and then she asks where Xander is and if her hair looks okay. She says, he doesn't. He didn't meet anyone over the summer, did he? No, who's he going to meet in Sunnydale but monsters and stuff? But then again, he's always been attracted to monsters. And then she asks how her hair is again. <laughs> and then Willow sees Oz carrying books, which are in fact for him, not for her, because he didn't graduate Yeah. and also didn't go to summer school. So he is repeating his senior year, much to oh, Willow's surprise. How convenient. How convenient. We mm -hmm. get to keep Seth Green yeah, in Yeah, he gets to stick show. around for a whole nother season. Yes. And then something's going to happen. Bye-bye, Perhaps you can make a <laughs> prediction. Mm -hmm. So Xander interrupts them looking for Cordelia, and before he can finish asking Willow how his hair is, she says, your hair is fine. <laughs> right. And then Larry walks by with a fellow football player, and we follow him for a little bit as he says, this is our year. I'm telling you. Best football season ever. I'm so in shape. I'm a rock. It's all about egg whites. <laughs> if we can focus, keep discipline, and not have quite as many mysterious deaths, Sunnydale's gonna rule. <laughs> yeah. I just love that little, little, uh. Right. This whole scene is done moment. in like one shot. Like the camera is. roams from conversation to conversation. It's a, yep. you know what? It's a great shot great shot i know you love that <laughs> i love it yeah yeah Takes i almost of... put that in my trivia but i was like 
Pat's going to pick it up as soon as yeah. as soon as like, we get there. So mm-hmm. I'm not even going to bother. Do you know how many times you got to run through it and make sure everybody hits their marks? Oh, man. It's an, Especially it's a with nightmare. like there's people running in the hallways. They're yeah. like, yeah, there's a ton of stuff A lot going of background on. action, you know? Yeah. And then the sound people got to keep up. Focus puller. Oh, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. I know. That's always really impressive. It is. And nobody really and, understands. Like most casual viewers, like as you watch it, you're like, yeah, it's a fun scene, but you don't really realize the coordination that it takes for these. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Pretty, um, pretty good. Then we go back to Willow, still trying to wrap her head around Oz, repeating his senior year. They walk past the raised area where the couches are, and behind them, Xander and Cordelia finally meet, and it's super awkward. <laughs> Neither of them knows what to say. Yeah. And then Xander says, well, I'll see ya. And she goes, yeah, whatever. And then he walks away, and Cordelia <laughs> heads in the opposite direction. <laughs> Smooth. And this is one of those times where Dave is like super uncomfortable because he hates like awkward stuff and TV. Oh come and on, movies. Dave, live a little. This is fun. This is a good time. It's really funny. Like he he like starts to like cringe and I like love his it. body seizes. Up. I lean in. I go. Yes. I know. I do too. <laughs> um. Then we cut to Buffy's very quiet apartment. So there's like all this action happening and then boom, we're in Buffy's quiet apartment and it's silent. Mm -hmm. It's still daytime. She's sitting on the edge of her bed holding a can of SpaghettiOs in her lap and she's staring blankly at it. You know what I bet she's thinking? What? Uh Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I bet she is. Uh, Yeah. Um, The Buffy angel theme starts to play a little bit. Uh, then we cut to Buffy walking along a street in her waitress uniform, a homeless man. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> a homeless man is sitting on the curb and a man hands him a leaflet. Buffy walks past a homeless woman who keeps repeating, I'm no one. Mm. And then we cut to Giles on the phone in his office at the library. He tells Willow and Xander, I have a lead. A friend in Oakland has a sketchy report of a young girl fending off a group of vampires about a week ago. There's a plane out in about an hour. And Xander says, and what makes this different from the last nine leads? Giles Mm. says, well, I believe there's a meal on this flight. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Giles is looking a little older, but Mm -hmm. the guy is still handsome as ever. Oh, yeah. Giles little, is a catch. A little catch. older, a little hotter. Yeah. He's just one of those guys that's like, you know, every ages year like just gets better and better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He ages yeah. like fine wine or like fine cheese. Like a fine cheese. wine in an oak uh, barrel? Yeah. Is that what they age in? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Cool. Some wines. Nailed Not it. Not every wine, but yeah. <laughs> um, Oakland, oak barrel, something there. Mm. All right. Because he's going to Oakland. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> so then, um, you know, so basically it sounds like he's been doing a lot of searching for Buffy. Yeah. Um, he leaves and then Willow says to Xander, you don't think maybe he'll find her? Xander says, I think he'll find her when she wants to be found. Mm, which is That's kind of like a crossover line, right? When uh, Sun lost her ring. Yeah. You only find it when you stop looking. Yeah. That's so right. they That's should all just older. move right on and then Buffy will show up. There's a couple of crossover things, actually. Well, only one more that I can think of from this episode and the Lost episode. But okay. we'll get to it when we see the Lost episode. All right. All right. No. Uh, then we cut to a street at night. Buffy's walking back to her apartment. 
and Lily is following at a distance, and Lily calls Anne twice, but Buffy does not turn, and then she tries Buffy, and Buffy stops. So she's oh. on to her. Uh-oh. She's on to her. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lily catches up to her, promises that she won't turn her in, and then she reveals herself as Chanterelle, the girl from the vampire-worshipping right. cult we met last season. As soon as she sh- said her Chanterelle. name, I was like, oh, right. From the cool vamp club. Yes. Yeah. Uh, And then she tells Buffy that she stays in a few abandoned places nearby. um, And she asks where she came up with Anne. And Buffy says, it's my middle name. And Lily tells her that Chanterelle was a part of her exotic phase. And Buffy says, it's the name of a mushroom. And Chanterelle is like, well, that's that's embarrassing. (laughs) She goes, it's an exotic mushroom. (laughs) Yeah. And before Chanterelle, apparently Lily was following a preacher and calling herself Sister Sunshine. So this girl is a magnet. She for bounces cults. around. Yeah. She she yeah. gloms on to the crazy. Whatever's happening, yes. she's just one of those free spirits that fall into these Venus fly traps of social dilemmas. <laughs> yes. Well well put, Pat. Thank you. <laughs> Um, then she asks Buffy if she has any money because she wants to go to a rave and Buffy tells her, but she, so she's like inviting Buffy. She's like, oh, I'm not like trying to ask, you know, like I just, there's like this party, like this rave, you want to come to it. Also, you and got Buffy, the money. <laughs> yeah. Also, do you have the money to get us all in? Right. And Buffy tells her that being around that many people is too much for her, but she kind of like feels bad and starts to give her the money and Lily is kind of turning her down, but then they're interrupted by an old haggard looking man that like bumps into them. <laughs> well, he like crosses in between them. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and Chandra or Lily is like, that was rude or not very nice or something like that. Yeah. And he turns and he says, I'm no one. And then he heads into the street, not looking for cars and he's almost hit by one, but Buffy runs into the road to push him out of the way. getting herself hit instead boom she george mcfly's herself yeah like back to the future that's what happens to george mcfly that's how he meets lorraine yes Yes. hello mcfly (laughs) classic (laughs) (laughs) um oh also yeah okay keep going and i'll say it after Okay, Lily and the driver rush to see if Buffy's okay, and then a crowd starts to gather, and Buffy insists that she's fine, and she runs off. Then she bumps into the guy who was handing a leaflet to the homeless man earlier that day. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. And she knocks his papers all over the pavement, which would be a great meet cute. It would if he was cute, or if we wanted to meet him in the first place, but we don't, and we don't. But we don't. So we Really don't. This guy (laughs) didn't even like him before we found out more about him. Yeah. So she helps him pick up the papers and he asks uh, where she's running to. And then he's like, maybe I should ask where you're running from. Mm. And he tells her that she's got the look like she had to grow up way too fast. You got the look. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, You got the look. You got the look. (laughs) Yeah. You you got got the the look. look. (laughs) And she's like, okay, I'm just going to keep walking. All right. Yeah, he just breaks out of the song. <laughs> yeah, he's like, wait, I have more to the song. She's like, you got the crazy. Yeah. Um, He introduces himself as Ken and he gives her a flyer. Hey, Bobby, like, my name's homeless- Ken. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I always think of that too. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, and the flyer is for like a homeless shelter. Um, is that what it he- was? It was a homeless shelter? I thought it was like a, like I thought it had like a religious I mean, there's not really a whole lot of information on the flyer. Yeah. But it's like, come home to 
whatever the place is called. Mm, it should have said fly home. Fly on home yeah, with this fly flyer. The, fly to the, yeah. What the heck is the place called? Family home. Mm, okay. It's called fa- so it just says like, come home to family home. And come there's to like family a, home. There's like a, like a clip art image of a home and like a little boy or something on it. Oh, that makes sense. You know. <laughs> yeah, they probably built it on Windows 95. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the little paper clip showed up and it's like, I Clippy. see that you're trying to make a fake flyer. Perhaps we can help. <laughs> Perhaps we can give you a fake house. <laughs> yeah. And this little boy who looks sad and needs a home. <laughs> Thanks, Clippy. And then Ken says, don't be shy about stopping by. I mean, I guess you're not starving, which like, oh, how do you know? <laughs> um, maybe because she's got her waitress uniform on. So he just assumes that even if she food. was hungry, she could get the food there, I guess. Yeah. Well, if I know anything about diners is they have food aplenty. Oh, right? yeah, they, they do. They give out those massive breakfasts. Yep, breakfasts. Breakfasts. And he said, but we're not just interested in feeding the body. You might find something you're missing. And this is where I would go, okay, buddy. All right, Ken. Up. All I've right. I've gotten into Mister. altercations with people before handing me leaflets for their religious really? fanaticism. Really? You go yeah. off on these people? Just well, trying to spread the good word, you know, in their in their mind. One time. Oh no. <laughs> Shove it up your ass, bitch. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I I was actually just handing it back. Like some guy we were like at a I was like getting out of a grocery store and some guy was like putting his cans in the can return bottle and can return place. <laughs> and he was wearing like a mesh shirt, like uh-huh. tank top. Yeah. And then sounds hot. No, he wasn't. No? And I was walking out and he he like handed me a flyer and I turned around and I was like, no, thanks. And then he got really mad at me. Really? And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I mean, <laughs> I don't want your flyer. That's like, when you go, just kidding. I'm just trying <laughs> to grocery shop. <laughs> right. And yeah, he was like very upset. I honestly don't even remember what happened, but Say, I remember never mind. he yelled I at me. I love free pieces of paper. I yelled at paper. him and then... That was that. Okay. Yikes. Altercations. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> um, this stuff always happens to me. Every time I go somewhere, I swear to God, like people find me because they think I look approachable and I'm nice, but mm-hmm. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> no, I think I'm nice, but I don't want your fucking pamphlets. Yeah. If I wanted to seek out religion, I would do it. Right. Well, the worst okay. is when they come to your house and try to convince you. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I've yeah. had a few of those. I'm like, uh, I'm in the middle of watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Want to join? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've definitely invited them in before and had like my paganism books all spread out. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, witch paraphernalia because I could oh, see they geez. were coming up the street. Okay. So, you know, sometimes <laughs> when I'm in the mood, I, you know, I can do that. Other times I'm just like, nope, bye. See yeah. you later. No, Not I'm a interested. Real, real jerk. I'm a real jerk. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. don't even tell me, Pat. <laughs> I'm not telling anyway, you anything. <laughs> Buffy says, I'm all right, <laughs> which is yeah. probably what I would say. I wouldn't be I'm like, right. fuck you. I'm okay. I'm burning all your leaf. I'm going to use your leaf. It's no, a toilet you wouldn't paper. say that. You would say, no, thanks. Yeah, I Just would like say, no, did. thanks. And, and I'd hand it back. back. Just like I did, mm-hmm. except this guy, he was like, then why are you here? This is not a good place for a kid to be. You get old fast here. 
the thing that drains the life out of them is despair. I mean, kids come here, they got nothing to go home to, and this ends up being the last stop for a lot of them. Yeah, and so then, this, this is Los Angeles, right? Where she yeah, is? Yeah, they don't ever actually say that, but they it don't. is. Yeah. So I didn't say it at all. There was like a bunch of times where, like in when I was like referencing the transcript, they say LA or Los Angeles, and I'm yeah. like, but we don't actually know that. Right. Well, I think in the description of the episode on Hulu, it said Buffy's in Los Angeles or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. There is a really big plot hole to this episode that doesn't get addressed. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot to say about this episode. Yeah. So I don't we know can what's talk, going on, but we anyways. can talk about that when we get to the end. Okay. Hopefully I remember. All right. Because <laughs> I don't think I wrote it down. Anyway. Um, then the song Back to Freedom by Belly Love starts playing over the scene as we get a montage of homeless teens on the streets yeah. of LA. Homeless people montage. Yeah. Over the live music. And it's all uh, teens. Right. Yeah, it's all um, younger people. Dissolve. The camera dissolves from person to person. Yeah, and then Very we dramatic. dissolve to the band Belly Love. Mm-hmm. Right, like you're saying, playing at the bronze. At the bronze. Um, Xander and Willow are sitting on couches near the stage, and Xander goes, boy, I'm glad we showed up for a depressing <laughs> night. <laughs> Yeah, it made me laugh. And Willow says, I wonder what she's doing right now. Xander goes, oh, I know what she's doing. Gabbing to all her friends about her passionate affair with Pedro the Cabana Boy. (laughs) Laughing about me. Thinking about how she might still have feelings about me. And Willow Willow was talking about Buffy, though. (laughs) Um, Oz arrives, hands Xander a drink. And then he says that he thinks they're getting a rhythm down with the slaying. And Xander says, we're losing half the vamps. And Oz goes, yeah, but rhythmically. Yeah. Uh, Xander sees Cordelia arrive at the bronze and he has an idea and he says that what they need is bait. Yeah. Cordelia is bait. Juicy bait. That's an old classic Scooby gang maneuver. Use yep. old Cordy as a big old worm on a hook. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. So then we cut to Joyce writing out a check. There's a knock on her door. She invites Giles in. And yeah, he at first I was that- like, woo! Like if there was a canned laughter or like a live audience, that's what everybody would do. Woo! When Giles walks in oh, to Joyce's house. Oh, like, because like you think it's like date time. Right. Well, that's what I thought at first, but then the scene goes, well, I'll let you continue. Goes south. <laughs> goes a little south. Yeah. So he tells her that the Oakland lead didn't pan out. He says, no vampires, bunch of school kids in heavy mascara listening to extremely silly music. (laughs) (laughs) Silly. Um, Joyce thanks him and says that she can hardly leave the house, that she's so worried that Buffy will call and need her. Giles tells her that Buffy is the most capable child he's ever known and that Joyce shouldn't blame herself. Mm. And she says, I don't. I blame you. Oh, Joycey. How dare you? You blame Giles when yeah. you're the one who said if you walk out this door, you're never coming back? Yeah. Not cool, Joyce. Not cool, He Joycey. was there for her when you weren't. Yeah. And neither was her father. Right. So I don't want to hear it. Your chances of hooking up with Giles are going way down in my Your book. Your stock is plummeting, Joyce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shh. Most non-eligible bachelorette in all of Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. As of right now. Should have stuck with Ted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that might be one step too far. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so Giles is like, he doesn't know what to say to that. And yeah. so Joyce says, you've been this huge influence over her, guiding her. You had this whole relationship with her behind my back. I feel like you've taken her away from me. 
And Giles finally says, I didn't make Buffy who she is. Mm -hmm. And Joyce says, and who exactly is she? And it's like, well. You tell me, Joyce. Yeah, you're her mom. Yeah, you're the mom. So maybe you should have been a little bit more attentive. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe instead of flapping your wings and flapping your (laughs) mouth and flapping your hair. Right. When she was trying to tell you what's going on. Flapping her hair. You should have been like, well, shit. Drinking her wine. Yeah. You booze, you lose, Joycey. Yeah, Joyce. Mm-hmm. You so, lost your daughter. Yeah, I didn't really have a whole lot of sympathy for her here. But no, me neither. I also get, you know, she's like trying to, whatever. She's trying to process her emotions. She's upset. She's I trying to blame it. other people. I get it. I get it. You never far. come after Rupert Giles, though. No. No. Never. The man is a saint. He is a saint, and he's just lost somebody too soon. But also, don't be too hard on Joyce, because remember <laughs> what happened when you were really hard on Yana? Yeah, well, you know, no regrets. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, huh? maybe some regrets. Okay. <laughs> then we cut to Buffy filling sugar dispensers at the diner, so that's who she is now. <laughs> yeah. And Lily comes in and almost calls her Buffy, then tells her that she hasn't seen Ricky in more than a day. Oh, no, Ricky's gone. Oh, that's really sad. And you know, you should know, it's always 48 hours before you can report a missing person, Okay. Is that a movie thing or is that for real? I don't know. I think it's for real. Okay. But I have never reported a missing person, so how do I Anyways, Oh, no. We got to wait 48 hours because Ricky's gone. But but she actually, Buffy is like, well, why can't you call the cops? And she, Lily says that she can't because um, Ricky skipped out on his parole. So they would just cause more trouble anyway. Yeah. Again, Lily begs her to help. She tells Buffy she doesn't know what to do and Buffy gives in. So then we cut to a blood bank where Lily and Ricky often gave blood to get money and cookies. And the nurse says that she hasn't seen blood? Ricky. What? Can you get pla- paid for your blood? Apparently here you can. Okay. I mean, I think if you're donating it sometimes. Right. Or if you get really, if you get really rich blood, you know? Ooh, yeah. It's like, like the good stuff. Like O well, positive. What, the universal donor, right? You're right. Jack. Jack's blood, what is it? O, o negative? O positive? O negative? O positive? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, we still don't know our blood types. No, You know, I just know. actually got my blood work done this oh, past weekend. Oh, you should call the uh, lab and be like, hey, what type would you call this? Yeah. <laughs> type <laughs> grade A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Homogenized. They're like, this isn't maple syrup, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's more valuable than that. Um... <laughs> Gross. That's gross. Thinking of maple syrup and or blood like blood and, on your pancakes. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. Blood. Blood. <laughs> All right. We uh. Okay. R- nurse says she hasn't seen Ricky in a few days. They leave. As they leave, the nurse drops her friendly demeanor and she looks concerned. Mm, I thought something I thought going she on looked with like this nurse. the nurse from the fish episode. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is this the same casting or is this just how they cast nurses? I They're guess like, they we just... got to look. This is how this is how we yeah. like our nurses. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger, yeah. little bigger women. Right. Which is funny because I kind of feel like my nurse, my school nurse was kind of a bigger woman, like in middle school or, oh, yeah? sc- or um, elementary school. Mm-hmm. Wasn't nurse Ratchet kind of a bigger woman? I don't remember. Hmm. I think she's like normal. I think she's average. Average she's build. She's just really mean. Middle-aged. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, oh, maybe that's, you know, a trope that he's pulling from. 
so we cut to the streets at night and um, then we go inside of a not so abandoned building where a squatter wakes up as Buffy comes in, then goes back to sleep because he was like checking to see if she was a cop, basically. Well, it was a big day of squatting too, so. Right. You gotta get your rest. <laughs> yeah, did a lot of squats today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Buffy passes by an old man. There are some weird symbols painted on the walls. And then yeah. we get a little jump scare as someone moves behind her, but pays her no notice. Buffy keeps looking around and finally sees an older man dead on the floor next to an empty bottle of drain cleaner. She gets closer to check his pulse and she sees the tattoo of Lily's name mm. in the half heart on his arm. So it's Ricky as an old so dude. Yeah, old Ricky. Oh no, Ricky's dead. Oh, what are you going to do? It's so sad. Oh no. Yeah. Um, Lily is waiting in Buffy's apartment and Buffy enters and tells her that she thinks Ricky is dead, that something drained the life out of him. And, and Lily says, you mean like a vampire? And Buffy says, no, a vampire couldn't accelerate the aging process. Maybe it was something in his blood. And then she kind of has a thought and she says, when was the last time you guys gave blood together? Cause she, you know, this is coming out of not that long ago, the fish episode. So she's right. like something in the blood, maybe mm, she's putting it together. Yep. Lily insists that it must not be Ricky and then accuses Buffy of bringing whatever this is with her because she knows about monsters and stuff. Hey, Ricky, you're so old. You're so old. You just died. Hey, Ricky. Hey, Ricky. Oof. Too soon? No, it's okay. okay. I didn't really like right, Ricky. Cool. <laughs> um, Buffy says I didn't bring anything with me and I didn't ask for you to come to me with your problems I just wanted to be left alone if you can't deal then don't lay it off on me and then mm. Lily storms off and she runs into our friend Ken 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 appears can you believe it <laughs> can you even believe it <laughs> come on um, buddy Ken do you find someone else to bother <laughs> nice yeah Gotta nope, have just one two, more. Just two. Aw, <laughs> oh, Pat. That's all I got. All right. Um, we're going to do some lines here. Cool. Look, I know you all think I'm a big square handing out leaflets about hope, but hope is a real thing, just like despair, and hope can fill up a part of you that's missing. But Ricky. Ricky? Say, are you Lily? Ha, right. Right. He was talking about you. You've seen Ricky? Oh, sure. Ricky's with us now. She said he was dead. Well, someone sure handed you a tall tale. Ricky's no more dead than I am. Why don't you come to family home? We'll get you taken care of. So Lily leaves with Ken, and then mm. we cut to the blood bank. Buffy breaks in and is snooping their files when she sees Candidate written in Ricky's file. The nurse enters from behind Buffy and asks what she's doing. Buffy says, breaking into your office and going through your private files. <laughs> she doesn't she got look nothing up to hide. While, no. she's, while she's doing it, too. Yeah, she's like she she's knew like, she was there. I'm not worried about this. <laughs> oh, it's great. Badass Buffy. Love yeah. it. And then? And then, even more badass, yeah. the nurse threatens to call the police. And Buffy, again, without looking <laughs> up, just pulls the phone down off the it. wall. It's so great. It's awesome. I know. She's Fed like, I don't got time for this shit. Yeah, just breaks it, breaks a phone. <laughs> and the nurse is just like, okay. <laughs> Again, not even looking up. Nope. Nope. And then Buffy demands to know what they're doing with the kids. And the nurse says, nothing. I just, I give them the names of the healthy ones. Buffy says, give them to who? It should be whom. Just whom? saying. 
Oh, yeah. well. Yeah. We cut to family home where Lily is wearing a Dobby-like ratty potato <laughs> sack Dobby-like. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> yeah, it's like this potato sack potato sack that's dress. what i wrote i said uh yeah ken's whisking lily away to the cleansing in a potato sack yep <laughs> and yeah he says that she wants she'll wear that to the cleansing mm. and lily goes a cleansing is like a baptism right and yeah my voice my voice went up like lily's previously i'm lost <laughs> And Ken says, not quite the same. And she follows him asking if she'll see Ricky. And I'm just like, girl, get a grip. Get your life together. Stop putting yourself in culty situations. Yeah, don't just Just... take any potato sack that's given to you. All right? (laughs) You got to vet these things before you really jump in. Life hands you potato sacks. You run the other (laughs) way. (laughs) Go the opposite direction. Okay? That's not a good look. Okay? Yeah. She's just weak. She's just weak, you know? Sad. Too naive. I just want to shake her and go, Lily! <laughs> shake shake the sense into her? I yeah. love that. What are you thinking? <laughs> All right, so over in one of Sunnydale's many lovely cemeteries, Cordelia is complaining about being used as bait again. <laughs> but she's there, so for. give her credit for that. Yeah. Um, Oz asks if everyone's packing, and then everybody kind of like lifts up their shirts and like reveals their their crosses and their stakes of course cordelia doesn't have any um but i was like she should still have i mean like yeah she's bait but like maybe still give her a cross or something you know just just in case yeah guys don't have this down to a science yet right um but she does not have one so then cordelia try they all kind of like go in separate directions to hide and cordelia follows xander but he explains you don't hide you're bait go act act baby." baby (laughs) (laughs) i had a feeling you'd write that line yeah like it um cordelia says what's the plan and xander says the vampire attacks you and then she says and then what and xander goes the vampire kills you we watch we rejoice (laughs) yo and willow is like hearing this conversation from her hiding place and rolls her eyes at them as a vampire appears behind her our old friend andrew andy Mm. holick is back and andy is nicely dressed He's, well, you know, they usually are. He kind of looks like an, oh, right, when you get buried, they usually yeah. dress you nice. I know. I I, thought, I think about that sometimes, too, <laughs> but then I'm like, sense. oh, well, they're just raising from the dead and, <laughs> you know, they're in their funeral suit. Yeah, they wouldn't put you in a hoodie. Right. No. That makes I mean, sense. unless that's your signature look or something and, you know. Maybe that's what I'll request. You yeah, know? you're always wearing hoodies. Right? I'm a hoodie and guy. And a hat. And a hat. Yeah, put me in my hat and my hoodie and yeah. put the hood up, too, because if I'm going to be there for a while. I want that hood up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get get nice right. and snuggled in. Immortalize this uh, this uh, idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, also you got to be buried with like film film canisters and all that stuff. Right. Just my Blu-rays. Paraphernalia. Just spread all over me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be thrown in the ground. Just like dig a hole and just, <laughs> just put me in. I don't you want. In. Yeah, I don't want any. <laughs> dump your body. Go. I don't want any chemicals. Why are we so morbid? We're so, what is this show doing to our brain? <laughs> Pat, I grew up on this, okay? I know. I know. It's rubbing <laughs> Very off on morbid. me. <laughs> um, uh, then we cut to family home where we see a small rectangular pool of what looks like black tar. I said sludge. Like yeah, a black sludge. Sludgy. Yep, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. Ken and Lily enter the room and he tells her to kneel and let the water run over the sin and the pain and the uncertainty. And she's like, 
it looks kind of dirty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what kind of bath you guys use, but uh, usually they when don't I change try to the cleanse... water. You know, so <laughs> right. that that that's everybody's sin and pain and uncertainty everybody's that you're filth. washing yourself. In. Yeah, it's gross. yeah, and I'm just like, come on, just so many red flags. Okay, right. they can't really give you clean water. Still have time to turn around and tear off that potato sack. Yeah, and go and off just running. Run for it. Okay, run for it. Uh, then we cut to um, the door where Buffy, like the entrance to family home, mm-hmm. um, where Buffy is, you know, trying to convince the doorman <laughs> that she's dirty and bad <laughs> and she wants to change. Great line. And then she's like, oh, I suck at undercover. <laughs> right. She's like with the sex and the drugs and, yeah. You know. Oh, okay. I'll just read that line to you <laughs> yeah, because, so good. yeah. I I skipped over that, but I was like, eh, Pat probably would like this. So yeah, she goes, I woke up, I looked in the mirror and I thought, hey, what's with all the sin? I need to change. I'm, I'm dirty. I'm bad with the sex and the envy and the loud music us kids listen to nowadays. Yeah. And then she's like, I just suck it undercover. Where's Ken? Right. <laughs> it's <laughs> she great. She just gives it up. She's like, I can't. She kind of gave it her all. And then she just yeah. threw the towel in. Yeah. So, it, which is fun. Because like, again, in the Go Fish episode, she was terrible at undercover. So. She's not good at that. She puts no. on her beanie. And that's kind of the, the end of it. Right. Didn't even have her beanie this time. Right. Then uh, they try to slam the door in her face, but she kicks it open and heads in. Uh, Lily puts her hand into the pool of blackness as Buffy busts in, but before she can get any answers out of Ken, Lily gets pulled into the pool. Buffy runs to help, but Ken grabs her and they kind of like struggle for a little bit and then both fall back into the pool after Lily. Yeah, Buffy the falls sludge pool, dimension yeah. hole, something. D- dimension hole, portal, mm-hmm. porthole, hatch hole. Hatch hole, door in the floor. Buffy falls to a concrete floor and then she kind of goes over to Lily who's holding her head and then Buffy looks up at the ceiling and we can see those this like rectangle black pool floating up at the ceiling. Right. So clearly you can kind of get back out from Apparently, that way. Yeah. It's like a it's like a portal hole. Yeah, like Yeah. You, you just gotta find like a trampoline to hop on out. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if only they had one to catch them, you know? That'd be kind of fun. They should all equip themselves with moon shoes for this occasion. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would, that would be a great investment. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the whole Scooby gang all gets moon shoes. Um, so then Ken is bent over and he's yelling, my face, my face. And he turns toward them and he begins to pull his face off and his hair. Mm. And there's lots of glue coming with it. Sure. And he says, do you have any idea how hard it is to glue that thing on? And I don't, but given how much glue is coming away, I have to imagine you're using like, you know, a full tub of glue full every time you've got to do that. Yeah. yeah. Or it's probably it's pretty the disgusting. other stuff. The uh, spirit gum glue. Oh, That's yeah. It's probably spirit gum. That mm-hmm. stuff is hard to get off, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, <laughs> so he's got his like actual face underneath the mask is like kind of jaundice. I, I don't know what's going on. It's like I don't yellowy, know what these, this of. whole thing, like, yeah, like, I don't know it's what these people are. got pieces of skin creatures. missing. Yeah. It, there's like scars, like, uh, yeah, scar, yeah, something. Like It's pop. got texture. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. got some texture and he's got red eyes and he's bald. Right. And he calls his guards as Buffy and Lily try to run. Then um, they reach a balcony above this like Mordor 
looking <laughs> <Mordor>. workroom. Yeah. <laughs> right? It, it kind of reminds me yeah. of like the Mordor situation. Like Middle Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of looks like that. With, a with bit. all the, what are those things called? They're like I want to say orcs, but they're not. Orcs, uh, Urukai. Urukai. Right? Oh, okay, sure. I don't know. Sounds we'll close enough it. to orcs. <laughs> uh, neither of us are really, <laughs> really We're great not at Lord huge of the Rings Lord trivia. Of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. But um, let me say, uh, this scene where the whole, we see the factory or whatever it is that's, yeah. that they're all working in, the music comes in and it's big, just like the end of season two. Very big musical sequence here. Large score. But I was kind of hoping that they had like a different tune. Like when I saw everybody working, I was like, it'd be better if they had that song. Everybody's working for the weekend. <laughs> weekend. <laughs> or whistle while you work. <laughs> I can't yeah, whistle. So. I could see that. I can't a little can whistle. bit, but then that's it. I can only whistle in. I have to in. whistle in. Me too. Whoa, really? Yeah. Did we oh just discover God. this for the first time? Wait, and can you only snap with one hand too? Yes. Pat, only my we're, right hand. We're What's wrong with us? From another <laughs> Apparently, I can't do my left hand. I can do yeah, my right. Yeah, I can only do my left hand. Ah, what's wrong with our brains? I don't know. Is this how this podcast works? I guess so. <laughs> but look at this. Oh, we'll probably rediscover this like in another 30 episodes. But yeah. And we'll but think I don't it's the think first we ever again. knew about the whistling thing. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Whistle wow, in. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Look Anybody else us. whistle in? Write in. Become yeah. part of our cult. Can you only snap with one hand? Can you only Whoa. whistle in? Yeah, that's yeah. how mine sounds it's, too. Yeah, out. it's like it's like it's weak. harsh wind. It's more yeah, it's like a windstorm and like yeah. your doors like got a you know like rattle little crack a little. in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Oh, oh look at how look at how cool we are. We're so We're cool. We're so cool. Oh my god. Everybody so wants cool. to be like us with our half talents <laughs> half, and backwards half whistling. <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, yeah, like when people do like snapping for claps, yeah, I'm like, like double snaps. I'm like, look, I can make a lot more noise. I can I can be a lot more effective here if we're just doing normal clapping, okay? Can't do <laughs> I can double clap snapping. Real good. <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, so yeah, there's like huge vats of like molten metal and yeah. I'm pretty sure that's all it is. It's like a metal factory. Yeah. I, it yeah. looks like they're building weapons. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the workers are being kept in line by monster guards with whips. Mm-hmm. Um. And Ken comes up behind them and he says, welcome to my world. <laughs> I hope you like it. Yeah, hope cool you like world, it. Ken. I'm like, what are these things? Are they nice aliens? Nice job, Ken. How long did it take for you to get here, Ken? Yeah. So is Ken an alien? Is he a demon? Is I have he a no idea. Pumpkin head or a jack o' lantern yeah. or a Ken- kento lantern? Kento lantern. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Jack o' lantern. Ken. Mm, no. Nah, that's not good. Nope. Abandoned. Had to try it out. Um, and then he clubs Buffy, knocking her out, and he says, "You're never leaving." Okay, Ken. <laughs> oh. Like, right, I Ken. just feel like this guy was like a middle manager in, in his real life and he got like yeah. pulled out and, you know, he's like just one of those guys, you give him a little bit of power and it goes straight to his fucking right. head and you're just like, you know what, Ken, calm right. the fuck down. Well, you know what they say, you give a Ken a cookie and then he'll ask for some milk. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you know that book? You give him a cookie yeah, and he asks for I milk. Do. That's a great book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back at the cemetery, Cordelia and Xander are still fighting, and then Willow screams for help, and Oz, 
he comes fucking running like a bolt of lightning out of nowhere. Yeah. It's crazy. Pull, he pulls the vampire off of Willow with a sudden surge of boyfriend strength. <laughs> boyfriend strength? I don't know yeah, if that you know, exists. You know how like moms get like mom <laughs> right, strength and they can lift strength, cars? This different. is boyfriend strength. Nah, boyfriend strength is like one third of motherly strength. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, that's why he didn't fl- you know, fling the vampire oh, okay. across the cemetery. He just All pulls right. him off. It's just a little boost. Yeah, if it was like if it was boost. Willow's mom, she yeah. would be like, "What?" and like you know, or like when <laughs> Joyce was like, "Get your," what did she say to Spike? She said, "Get uh, the hell away from my, my daughter. daughter!" Right yeah. with the axe. With the yeah. axe. Anyway, boyfriend strength. He pulls right. the vamp off Willow, but the vampire tosses Oz to the side, just like mm-hmm. a dag a day of but bag of day old potato <laughs> chips there you go <laughs> i said that before about something in the yeah. show and i can't remember what it was and then xander then he grabs xander who holds his stake between them cordelia mm. runs over tackles the vamp and, and xander to the ground impaling the vampire on Xander's stake beautiful beautiful oh, work so then we great. get a classic swell of music yeah as xander and cordelia kiss yeah yeah his great kiss. Great I loved kiss. it. Kiss. Yeah. Back in Ken's world, Buffy wakes up on the floor of a jail cell, Lily sitting a little bit like behind her, leaning against a bunk bed with a skeleton on it, and Lily says that they're in hell. And I want to do some more lines here. Well, if they were in hell, then Angel would be there. Mm. And that's a Is lame Angel version hell? of hell. I'll tell you that. All right, so let's do some more lines here. Okay. All right, okay. so who do you want me to be? Yeah, just be you can just be Ken. Um, so we're going to start, I'm going to be Buffy and Lily. Okay. Lily says that she thinks that they're in hell and Buffy says, this isn't hell. Then Ken then appears Ken, at the bars and he says, what is hell but the total absence of hope? The substance, the tactile proof of despair. You're right, Lily. This is where you've been heading all your life. Just like Ricky. Ricky? He forgot you. Well, it took him a long time. He remembered your name years after he'd forgotten his own. But in the end... Years? But... Oh, uh, interesting thing. Time moves more quickly here than in your reality. A hundred long years will pass here on Earth. It's just a day. So you work us till we're too old and spit us back out. That's the plan. See, Lily, you'll die of old age before anyone wonders where you went. Not that anyone will. That's why we chose you. You didn't choose me, bitch. (laughs) She doesn't say that part. (laughs) No. No, but I know you, Anne. So afraid, so pathetically determined to run away from whatever it is you used to be, to disappear. Congratulations. You got your wish. Ouch. Man, I'm kind of nailing Ken. Totally. I Wait, feel that like... came out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I'm a little worried about that. Right, yeah, I'm kind of Ken deep down. Yeah. It's my brother's name, fun fact. Is it? I don't yeah. think I ever knew that. I probably did. Well, anyway, Buffy and Lily are herded out to the workroom with more new recruits while a guy with like a skin mask hat, he's got like a, like a half mask yeah. With like skin sewn together. Yeah, skin mask. Yeah, skin like mask. Like a Zorro hat. mask made of skin. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's it's a nice the, style. In fashion. You know, for down the there. underworld. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he tells them that they work and they live and nothing else. He says, you are no one now. Yeah. And he, Sounds uh, like a he blast. asked. Yeah. I'm kind of into if, it. You know, like sometimes it's like in life where I'm just like, you know what? I'd rather not think today. I don't want to think about anything. Just like give me a sledgehammer. I'll go smack a few things and I'll go back to my potato sack. Yeah, but. For the night. <laughs> but imagine <laughs> having to do that every day for the rest of your life. Yeah, just turn the brain off. I don't think you'd be too happy. <laughs> All right. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I need those days too, you know, but uh, just a mindless not day. every day. <laughs> Work me to the bone, skinless guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what if I? What if they uh, took me down there and I was totally into it? I'm like, this is awesome. They, Thank they you. A, I've always a wanted photo to be of no you one. on the wall that says "Slave <laughs> of the Month." <laughs> Employee of the Month. Yeah. No, you don't get paid. So I get you're promoted. Just a slave. They're like, yeah. you know, if you keep, uh, you keep up. We'll this give great... you a whip, and you can whip the other slaves into the shape. Others. I'm like, I would love that. You get to stir the molten lava pot. Oh, man, sky's the limit for me. And they're like, actually, just uh, the floor is the limit because the only way to go. Yeah, you can't go much higher. (laughs) There is a glass ceiling. There is, yeah, there's a concrete ceiling. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then he asks the first guy, who are you? And the guy says, Aaron? Aaron. Aaron? (laughs) (laughs) And the guard clubs him. (laughs) It's like, nope, you're not Aaron. Right. And then he asks Lily, and she doesn't make the same mistake. She says, no one. And then he goes down the line until he gets to Buffy. And when he asks her, she says, I'm Buffy, the vampire slayer. And, <sighs> and you, you are? are? She Bam. perks right up. She's like, yeah. I was born for this shit. Oh, yeah. She's ready. Yeah. The guard tries to club her, but she catches his arm, knocks the club out of it, takes it for herself, knocks him out, knocks out two more guards, and then tells the fellow slave workers she's like anybody not have fun come with me yeah and they hide while buffy tells lily to get the rest of the group away while she distracts the guards she finds a pole she swings around it like fireman style fire yeah. person firefighter style firefighter firefighter firefighters firefighters she kicks one of the guys to the ground disarms another one that had a hammer and she takes the hammer herself she takes on a few more with the hammer while ken looking on from above is incensed at what is happening he says humans don't fight back that's how this works (laughs) he's such an idiot this guy (laughs) i know really dumb i'm telling you he was like middle manager they gave him a little bit of power and now he's like can't handle it i know and then buffy kicks a sort of like sickle axe type thing out of a okay. guard's hand catches oh, it yeah, in it's mid-air. like a small thing right yeah yeah um she catches it in midair then kicks the guard off the platform more guards are sent in to fight her she sends the sickle at one of them punching and kicking the others she's taking mm. on like four or five guards at once oh yeah is this Can't... after she run through like she ran through the factory and like the lights are all crazy yeah yeah it's great she's camera on like work. a platform yeah it's like cool frantic yeah. Yeah. Fun. And then Ken heads down because, like, clearly these guys aren't cutting it. But instead of actually going to Buffy, he grabs Lily and he pulls out a very big knife and holds it to her throat. Mm-hmm. Then he takes her back up to where he was standing, like that little platform. Um, and he shouts, One of you fights and you all die. And he pushes Lily aside and <laughs> says down to Buffy, That was, was not, not 
permitted. permitted. <laughs> yeah, he's like the Ted of the underworld. A little bit. Yeah, he, he's got sort of that Listen cadence. here, little lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? You're not supposed to fight back. This is, I will not allow this kind of malarkey, malarkey in, in my this factory. <laughs> <laughs> and then Buffy says, yeah, but it was fun. Mm, and quips. Ted says, you've got guts. I think I'd like to slice you open and play with them. <laughs> it's like exactly how he said. Like, I fucking hate how he says that line, but I mm. also really respect it. Yeah. Because he's like, you've got guts. Right. Mm. He wants to anyway. play with the guts. That's gross. Yeah. Disgusting. Too far, Ken. Too far, Ken. Yeah. Just take it down It was it all down, fun and Knox, games buddy. before, but now too far. Okay? Now too far. Cross the line, buddy. Yeah. Then he starts to make a great speech about the price of rebellion, but Lily pushes him off the platform and he hits the floor with a splat. Oh, um, man. You know what she should have said? What? The price is wrong, Ken. Yeah. Because he said the price of rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. And then she should have said... Oh, and then she pulls uh, like a quarter out of her potato sack pocket and then tosses it down like bling. And she's like... <laughs> And she says, heads or tails, and then pushes him anyway. (laughs) And she turns into (laughs) Two-Face. And he's like, (laughs) ah. Yeah, that would have been cool, too. (laughs) Yeah. Boy, so much opportunity for cool guy lines in this episode. I was trying to think of a falling pun or something. Like, Oh, have a nice fall. Your job performance has really fallen Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Something like that. There's, right. I'm sure I got to workshop it a little looks bit. Looks like okay? your stock has Come fallen. Come and get it, big boy. <laughs> yeah, it looks like your stock is plummeting. <laughs> right. Um, that would have been good. But Lily's not quite the... Uh, no, she's not fierce like that. She's just type. like, beep, and pushes him. <laughs> beep. <laughs> beep. Bye-bye. Beep, beep. He hits the floor. Buffy's fighting resumes. Then she climbs a chain, leads the other humans out, but they hit a heavy prison gate in their way. Mm. Um, but it's no match for Buffy. She lifts it up and she's like, this is going to work the abs and the glutes. <laughs> um, I'm going to feel this for a couple days or something like that. Yeah. The humans crawl out under it. And once everybody is out, she kind of starts to slide in between the bars herself in between and like under the bars, still holding it. And then Ken charges at her mm. and she falls forward, drops the grate. Great Scott. She's yeah. Great. Great <laughs> Scott. All right. <laughs> She spears it. So the gate falls and it spears into both of Ken's legs. Yeah. Yowza. Yowza. Ooh. You can't move either. That is like, ugh. anytime I see something like that, I'm always like, ooh. It goes Like I really legs. feel that, you know? Well, yeah. Getting impaled Oof. on something. No fun. Yeah. But it's always like doors closing. Like I always have this very, vis- not that I've ever had like a door fall on me like that before, right. but I just, that's just like a very visceral yeah. experience for not me a lot of doors like that. that other than garages no we cut to the humans helping lift each other up through the dark pool and buffy takes a club that fell out of ken's hands she turns back to him and she says want to see my impression of gandhi <laughs> yeah and she <laughs> smashes the club down on him and lily's like gandhi and she yeah. <laughs> buffy's like well she was really he was really pissed off you know right it didn't quite make sense I was no. like, I like i know in the movie gandhi they have the scene where, which I'm sure is a historical recount of an, a real situation, where there was like a, a line of people and they would go up to the uh, guards or whatever, you know, and then they would like bop them on the heads. I think that's what it was from. Oh, I didn't even remember. I think that's the reference. I don't even reference. remember that. And you know how often I used to watch Gandhi as a I kid? I know. You've mentioned how 
big of a fan of Gandhi you are. It was my are. favorite movie. I would watch <laughs> so it weird. all the time. And I was like <laughs> so five, six years old. Yeah. I would watch it all the time. And that's a three hour movie. So I mean, yeah, great. You know, like I would just sit there and watch Gandhi for three right. hours, four hours. I don't know. how It's a long ass movie. It is. Haven't seen yeah. it in a long time though. Me neither. Yeah, so, yeah. It is. <laughs> that's really funny. Now I'll have to go back and watch and see if I can like find that scene or something. Yeah. But yeah, so he was nonviolent. So it's kind of a weird <laughs> thing. But, <laughs> right. you know, Buffy, she is not that great at history. So I guess <laughs> that's it makes true. Sense. <laughs> yeah, she probably saw that scene in the movie and was like, it's my impression of Gandhi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, Lily helps Buffy out of the dark pool and then it seals itself up with like a flash of green light. It kind of like builds bricks. And it's yeah. like sealed. Well, that's good timing. Good thing they got out before that happened. Huh? Yeah. Buffy leaves her apartment to Lily and tells her that she can have her job waitressing as well. And Buffy promises to call and check up on her. And Lily kind of like hold like sort of like touches Buffy's uniform laying on the bed next to her. And, and then um, the name tag Anne that's pinned to it. And she asks if she can be Anne. And they kind of smile at each other. Then we fade to Joyce fixing the dishwasher when she hears a knock at the door and she kind of like whips her head around quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, She heads into the living room, opens the door to see Buffy standing there and they wordlessly hug each other. Reunited and it feels so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that is Anne. Wow. Got any more thoughts about this? You think when Lily shows up at the diner on Monday... As in Anne's costume, they're like, Anne, you uh, you look taller. Something, something. Here's a little you do longer. Something you're with very your pale. Yeah, you're not. Uh, you know what? Uh, table nine needs a cleanup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna ask too many questions. Yeah. I mean, Anne is a pretty common name, so right. they could just be like, oh, huh. a new Anne just showed up what? and started too working funny. the shift. What a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We need the help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, this is a cool episode i don't quite understand the bad guys here like Me what's neither. going on there i don't understand the portal yeah I'm or like it. what they are like it's just like a dimension thing so again it just sort of feels like a cop-out yeah of an episode but there's a lot of good things that happen in this episode a lot of nice moments a lot of, a lot of you nice know. stuff with the scooby gang i think it's a, yeah scooby gang has some great moments and uh buffy's got a lot of tough talk which i love and i like her demeanor how she's like mopey but she's like pissed off too it's like every season one episode or every uh every um episode one of each season yeah what am i trying to think of premiere 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 yeah cool yeah you got some trivia um i do but i also wanted to say the thing that i wanted to say that i don't think ever gets addressed that to me is a pretty big plot hole is like why didn't she just go stay with her dad Right. Hmm. And I don't think that ever gets addressed. Maybe he's in Snorway. Maybe. (laughs) Partying it up, you know? You know, maybe. Right. So we'll have to keep watching and see if that actually gets addressed, but I really don't think it does. I have no memory of that being addressed. Daddy. Daddy wasn't there. Yeah. To take me anywhere. Mm -hmm. Seems he doesn't care. So, Trivia. Mm. Um, I already told you about the theme being remastered. Yeah. Uh, Seth's green first credit appearance in the opening cemetery scene. Oz is wearing the same t-shirt, 25 cent peep show that Xander has worn before. <laughs> okay. 
think at they one just point, recycled it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At one point in the battle with Ken's henchmen, Buffy wields both a hammer and yes. a sickle. Sickle. Oh, Russia. Yeah. So, well, this is Soviet like the Union. factory center, the factory setting, the hard labor, the hammer and sickle not only shows a theme of communism, it's mm-hmm. very common in symbolism and communism, gotcha. but also the unification between the humans, like the uh, basically like workers and just regular people to reach a better goal, which mm-hmm. is seen here when the humans unite to, def- to defeat Ken's men. Aha. So. Okay. Deep. Kind of an interesting pull there. Mm-hmm. And um, that's all I got. All right. Trivia. The rest of the trivia was stupid. Or okay. gave away key points. <laughs> yeah. That I won't tell you because that will happen I sometimes. Am not a and you know what? I would completely understand if it happened because sometimes things happen. Yeah. You know? Well, it won't. Well, okay. What what have I ruined for you? I feel like I ruined one thing. You ruined something. But it wasn't that big. I don't know. I didn't ruin that Angel was a vampire, which was a big reveal. Mm-hmm. Didn't ruin that that Seth Green was in it. Yeah. Which was very hard for me to not talk about. Right. Yeah. That was impressive that you kept that one a secret. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. So it must not have been that important. All right. You ready to get back into Lost? Yeah. Let's do this. All right. Lame episode. Waste of an episode. <laughs> I knew that. Th- I knew this was this episode was going to piss you off. As soon as it ended, I just turned to Amy. I was like, "Sammy's not going to like this one at all. This is going to be a real womp womp for yeah. the podcast." But I that's mean, okay. You know, it's not. It's not a bad. It is interesting. But I was there's like, stuff <gasps> that we learn. But it's yeah. But of I'll course, agree with like you. that's the thing. It's like they leave you on a cliffhanger, and of mm. course, they don't come back to address it. Exactly. They're like, let's let this one linger for a little bit. Do you have to let it linger? Do you have to let it linger? Okay, so this is Lost Season 2, Episode 7. This one is titled The Other 48 Days. It was originally aired on November 16th, 2005, written by Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof, and directed by Eric Leneville. One of those is correct. All right. You can choose which one works best I for don't, you. I can't see that. So <laughs> yeah. I can't. L A N E U V I L L E. Leneville. Leneville? Leneville. Leneville. Anyways, what are your predictions? <laughs> <laughs> All right. My predictions. I thought we were going to have Sawyer or Charlie backstory. Mm. I was wrong about that. Wonk, wonk. I also said Sawyer's definitely not dead. He doesn't go down like this. And I was like, Shannon, I don't know. But then you ruined it for me. <laughs> so, yeah. She gone. Mm. Okay. Um, but we don't really get any clarity on that exactly. Nope, we don't. But I also was like, eh, I would be like, I wouldn't be too upset because I don't really like Shannon that much. Yeah. She doesn't really do it for me, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I said it it would be convenient for Saeed because if he do, if they do ever get off the island, he'd have to choose between being with her or with Nadia. So kind of oh, convenient for him. It's um, convenient. <laughs> and then I said, because <laughs> As sad as this is, it is quite convenient. This is convenient for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's going to be sad. Like, 
it's going to be sad. Right. Because we didn't get the big Rose Bernard reunion, I said we were going to get it in this episode, but it still mm. doesn't fucking happen. No. So I feel like my predictions are just rolling over. Yeah. Okay. So you're just going to hold on to those for next uh, episode, perhaps? Well, you'll have to just see. Now, won't yeah. you? This episode is like a speed bump episode, you know? <laughs> just a little speed bump. Yeah. All right. So this episode starts with a beautiful shot of a beach in the ocean. Yeah. And it, this yeah. was a beautiful, be- gorgeous. Gorgeous. Gorgeous I've shot. Been, I've been booking some of my travel yeah. to Costa Rica, and I'm like, man, I hope we get some views like that right? on the beach. They should have went sure to we Hawaii. Nah, everybody goes to Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, beautiful shot of the beach. And it's like an extended shot too. I want to say it's like 10, 15 seconds. And at first I was like, is this a Corona commercial? Or, (laughs) you know, because like normally they have previously on Lost and then something happens, you know? But they didn't. I was glad about that. They didn't waste my time with that. Because the whole episode is a fucking previously on Lost. Right. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) And then we see the tail end of the plane flight 815 coming whirring down and crashes into the ocean in front of us and then there's a whole bunch of commotion in the water Ana lucia surfaces as everyone starts swimming frantically back to the beach or to the beach not back to it but to the beach for the first time and then Ana lucia gets out she peels off her wet leather jacket and goes back to the water to start helping people get out and we yeah, also she see... She acts quick. She acts real quick. We also see Mr. Echo in a business suit who's saving a bunch of kids. And we see a boy yelling for his sister. The boy is holding a teddy bear. And mm-hmm. Ana Lucia... Yeah, my note is, oh shit, the teddy bear. <laughs> the teddy bear, I know. <laughs> That's what we said too. We're like, there's the bear. Yeah. Ana Lucia administers CPR to a little girl or some version of lost CPR where it's like pounding on the chest and stuff yeah. like that, you know? I felt so. like it was pretty accurate. Was it? Yeah, I don't know. I it was mean, mostly off was, screen. She was putting like air in her and that, you know, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, seemed... some compressions. I don't, I don't know, know that she was doing the, ha, 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 staying <laughs> alive, staying alive. Because alive. <laughs> that's how you're supposed to. <laughs> Time it out. Yeah. That's how you're supposed to pace the pumps. Yeah. Or the compressions, chest compressions. Right. So the little girl coughs up water. She asks where her mom is, and people are all yelling for each other. It's a whole lot of commotion. A guy yells for his wife. We well, cut so to, the little girl, so that's the boy's sister. Right. And the little girl said that the mom was supposed to meet them in L.A. Right. And Aunt Lucia's like, well, we didn't get to L.A. And I was like, I was like, these fucking kids are alone. They're traveling all by themselves. Hey, I did that when I was younger. I mean, That's I was so like 14, scary. 15. Yeah, I mean, I did too when I was 15. Yeah. But when I was like seven or eight, however, right. I was like, That's so scary. Well, they have like, uh, you can pay a little bit extra, I think. And they have like uh, people who will escort you through the uh, airport and such, especially yeah. if there's like a changeover. I mean, yeah. you know, we don't know what their situation is, but mm-hmm. I, but then I was like, Oh man, imagine being that mom. I know. I know, and this was pre-everybody having cell phones, too, so you couldn't really, like, check in with them. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. We cut to a wide shot at the end of the scene of the beach, and we see the tail section of the plane sink into the ocean as the taily survivors are all running amok, and some would say that they were all in a tailspin. (laughs) Nice. Remember that show, Tailspin? Yeah, I do. It was a great show. Loved it. Uh, Then we get the lost title. After the title, 
Mr. Echo approaches a woman on the beach and asks if she would look after the children. The boy and the girl sit with her on the beach as Mr. Echo goes to retrieve bodies from the ocean. Yeah, he's like, will you like stay with this nice woman or something? Yeah. And I was like, how do you know she's How do you nice know? <laughs> she could be a serial killer. Right. And she's like, yeah, sure, no problem. As soon as he turns, she's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, kids. <laughs> now I've got you my pretties. You're my dinner now. <laughs> Mr. Echo turns back around. What was that? She's like, nothing. Okay. Just ask them if they wanted to play a game. <laughs> Hopscotch. <laughs> Uh, then we cut to Ana Lucia and Libby tending to a man who is yelling out in pain. And Libby tells a story about skiing in Vermont. And then, bam, sets this guy's leg. And the guy yeah, passes out Yeah, this made me spot. like her more. Yeah. I was cool. like, she's got a little bit more personality. Okay, this is cool. Yeah, I'm, she's got I'm a little it. bit going for her. Yeah, she knows she how to set a leg. She talks about how she was in med- medical school for a year yep. before she dropped out or something. Right. But she learned enough to set this guy's leg, so that's yeah. kind of cool. It's like day one on medical school day. Right. Then some guy starts yelling, and he scampers out of the jungle. Uh, Ana Lucia and the man run into the jungle to find Bernard, who's stuck up in a tree in his seat. Yeah. And he's still strapped oh in. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And I was also like, wait, he was supposed to be in the bathroom. Why is he in a seat? And I was like, oh, he must have just like come out and taken a seat quickly right. when the plane hit turbulence yeah perhaps that's yeah what they tell you i was wondering do. if they like split up during the uh flight for some reason like well if there's rose said that he was in the bathroom she told oh, jack okay. that he was in the bathroom and he was yeah. like i'll wait i'll wait with you until your husband gets back from the bathroom oh because she was memory. freaking out a little bit yeah that mm. i somehow remember yeah couldn't remember What's his name? The the boss guy who was both the boss at the chicken place and yeah, was a Norman Randy? or something. Randy. Randy, that's his Randy. Name. Couldn't remember him. So, anyways, Anna Lucia walks him through unbuckling himself to get out of the seat as he's sort of freaking out, rightfully so. He's way up high, and there's yeah, a corpse that, next he's to like him. Teetering. Yeah, he's teetering way up in the in the tree, and there's a dead dude in the seat next to him. Yeah, and he's like, "Is this guy dead?" I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, dude, uh, that guy's yeah. dead." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely so. dead. Um, but she she walks him through unbuckling himself and getting out of the seat just before it falls to the ground with the corpse in it. And Ana Lucia approaches another man afterwards who claims he's in the Peace Corps and he introduces himself as Goodwin, and he's trying to start a fire. He didn't start the fire. <laughs> it was always <laughs> Later on, Bernard approaches Mr. Echo. He asks if any of the bodies that he pulled out of the water were African American. Mr. Echo says no, and that he will pray for his wife, Rose. Uh, the Tailies sleep on the beach at night, and they wake up to some grunting and scuffling. And some of the tailies get running over to the ridge to find Mr. Echo next to two dead dudes. And he's all bloody, holding a rock. Mr. Echo can hold his own. Yeah, and he can hold a rock. Right, he really rocked out. Yeah, so, oh, I didn't even say this part. Mm Mm-hmm. But when the seat fell down. Right. Dave and I were both like, well, if that kid wasn't dead before, he sure he's is dead now. now. <laughs> or what we if both it just... like looked at each other and said it and then laughed and we were like, we're fucked up. <laughs> what if he just woke up at that moment? He's just like, whoa. He's like, oh, sorry, I was sleeping. Where am I? <laughs> he 
He's like just in a really deep sleep on the plane. <laughs> no, he dead now. Yeah, oh yeah, he's uh he's, Anyway, uh, yeah, so Mr. Echo did some killing. Anyways, day 2. Now we start wait. getting these what? Wait, do we see did the Did you black out for a moment? <laughs> I feel like you blacked out for a moment. I blacked out for a moment. <laughs> we missed we looking, missed a I was looking up something. No, okay. no, I know where you are, but uh-huh, I'm just trying to remember uh-huh, do we yeah. see the people that Mr. Echo killed at this point? We see them, right? We uh, yeah, see their bodies. Yeah, we see bodies. them quickly. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Actually, this is at night still. So we haven't cut to the day. But do we see them? I think we see them quickly, but it's like dark. You know? But then we see them again the next day? We see them again. Okay. Yeah. Keep going then. Okay. So then we start getting these titles throughout <laughs> the whole rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah. What day uh, it is. What day it is. And it, it right did away. did on the first day. They did. Yeah. Yeah. But right away, I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Like, we're going to have to go through 48 days. I don't yeah. like that when, like, you know that there's, like, an end point. It kind of takes you out of it because you're yeah. like, okay, we're only on day two. And we got 46 days. To, I don't Ugh. know. I don't yeah. Know. It you're just automatically seems like, a, like, I want to turn my brain off. This right. is too much. It's like when you're watching something download, you know, and you're only at 2%. Oh, yeah. And you're like, uh, don't remind me at 4%, you yeah. know? Anyways. But day we need two, to keep the time. Right. Ana Lucia inspects the crime scene of the two dead guys with no wallet, keys, or anything in their pockets. So they're wearing like yeah. potato Potato sack. sacks. Crossover. Dobby clothing. That's a crossover. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so because uh, I, I started writing this down, and I was like, this makes me think they're in some kind of a cult. Hey, Dobby crossover. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a whole, um, like, I feel like that's a clothing line that you could start. You just call it Dobby. Or and cult. It's all, well, I think Dobby would sell better. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> And Cole I don't could think be I a could line. Use Dobby. You know? Dobby? Well, you'd spell it differently. D A W B Y. Dobby. 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 Yeah. And you get somebody from Long Island to uh, voice the commercial. <laughs> we here at Dobby just love to have. Anyways. Flower sack. Flower sack is on sale. <laughs> Wait, I don't know what accent I'm doing right now. I don't know either. <laughs> I led like you down that path. <laughs> uh, um, anyways. So Mr. Echo yes. is the only person who's killed some others. Ooh, yes. Very true. So mm-hmm. keep that in your back pocket. Yeah. Secret weapon, this guy. Yeah. He knows how to kill the others. So Anna says to Echo, hey, are you okay? And Echo says nothing. And then this guy, Nathan kind of a dashing young man pops in and he says look three of the people are missing the blonde guy the curly haired guy and the german who was helping us with the injured i gotta say something about this Uh guy all right okay about nathan yeah Mm -hmm. he was in greek which i just rewatched. greek comes out yeah it came out after lost there's a scene in greek where some characters he's not in this scene but some characters say we're going to go rewatch Lost and see how many un- unanswered questions there are. Oh, that's And I funny. was like, right, right. <laughs> and this guy's in Greek. And he's in it. Oh, yeah. that's fun. That's a good time. That's always fun. So then Mr. Echo breaks down a little tree shrubbery and hacks off all the twigs and branches off of it, making a nice beating stick. Yeah, he does. Yeah, or also a walking stick. Yeah. Could be either of those. Could Steak. be a rain stick. Steak. Yeah. Many uses. Well, rain stick is pretty... Specific. Yard stick. If it's a yard. Seems like that length. Maybe a little longer. Yeah. Maybe four or five feet. Yeah. And I and it dawned on me at this point, I was like, they don't have any food, any clean water, 
Any mm. luggage or medical supplies? Like, these yeah. guys are fucked. <laughs> yeah. Outlook not so good, says the no. Magic 8-Ball. Yeah. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Try again. So Ana Lucia, Goodwin, and another lady talk about the reality of being on the island. Ana Lucia says, we need to get off the beach. We need to find a safer place. And then Nathan, he starts asking a lot of big questions. He yeah, says, Nathan. We've got kids and people that are seriously hurt. Where are we going to go? How are we going to move them? And what about the signal fire? How are we going to get rescued if we're off the beach? Nathan questions everything. <laughs> like that show. Isn't there a show called Nathan Questions Everything? I have no idea. Yeah. I never heard of that before. Okay. We'll have to fact check that one. But you know what? It would be really great if he paired with Clarissa, who explains it all. Ah. Hey-o. Nice pairing. <laughs> yeah. Match made in heaven. TV heaven. All right. So Cindy, the woman with shorter brunette hair, mentions that the Losties, what the Losties, sorry. She mentions what the Losties also figured out, which were, which was, we were flying for two hours in the wrong direction. They don't know where to look. You mean the fronties? Fronties? <laughs> <laughs> I just call them the Losties because they're the, the original Losties. The fronties. I don't think they want to be known as the fronties. <laughs> well, what huh? is that? What's that? Hi, I'm Hurley. Called? I'm a frontie. Huh? <laughs> What's that heady. part of the plane called? Heady. It's the head and the tail. The he- Yeah, okay. So yeah. they're the headies. Or the cockpit. Oh, no. Co- I think they're the, the midsection. <laughs> the cockies. No, they're the midsection of the plane because the, the cockpit flew off like deeper right. into the jungle with a pilot. Right. Yeah. They, so they're not they the headies the or the fronties. They won. They're the middies. The middies. The middies and the tailies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so a bunch of tailies sift through the wreckage and look for like shellfish or clams on the beach. Mm-hmm. And then Libby approaches Ana Lucia, who's tearing off her sleeves of her leather jacket. Real fashionable. Mm. You know, you still got to keep the vest part. You don't, yeah. you won't need those sleeves for anything. No, though. no. Gotta, you know what I'd do? Got to air I, it out a little bit. Air out I, those pits. Yeah. I'd put those sleeves on like my calves, you know? <laughs> you wouldn't be able to get them on your calves. No. These no. athletic little little um, things here? <laughs> little twigs. No? <laughs> no, you're right. They're too muscular. You're right. <laughs> I'm uh, trying to compliment your calves, Pat. <laughs> my calves are kind of bodacious. <laughs> Nothing to shake a stick at, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to shake a leather sleeve at. Exactly. Uh, so Libby says... <laughs> I'm just imagining you walking around <laughs> <laughs> with those awesome Leather shin guards sleeves. shin guards like if you're if you're tromping through the jungle mm-hmm. you know ain't like no, are you uh, tying them around or you're slipping them on i'm slipping them on yeah yeah you can't fit your calves <laughs> in that you don't think they're like elastic they enough? would like they'd be like <laughs> they'd cut off your circulation <laughs> <laughs> that's if true. it's good leather jacket no they're or not what, elastic what if i actually like got them on and they're just so tight yeah it would <laughs> be I like the friends episode <laughs> be like all right yeah when uh when ross gets stuck ross in his pants. On leather pants yeah, yeah. and he has classic. to use baby powder or something to get him off no he uses lotion it's like lotion oh. So Libby says to Ana Lucia, she says, it's Donald, his leg. The infection is getting worse. So this is the guy that she set his his leg on. Yeah, set uh, it and forget it. Set it and forget it. <laughs> but you can't forget it because no, he's infected. No, you can't. He's dying. 
So she says he'll be the fourth to go. And then Ana Lucia is very, uh, very uh, compassionate. compassionate. Yeah. She (laughs) says, what are we supposed to do about that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like how she's like the jack of the tailies. Yeah. You know, people are starting to look to her as a leader of such. Yeah. I like it too. Mm -hmm. So then we get another title card, day five. It's a burial ceremony scene, which is very quick, very quick scene. It's somber. You know, more people die. Yeah, but and, you know what? Uh, I like their graves. They're very nice. Got yeah. nice big palm ferns over them. Right. Who do you they, think's on grave detail over there? I don't know. Probably. Cindy. Probably this the looks ladies. like a C- Cindy yeah. production. Yes. <laughs> Cindy and uh, what's the other one's name? Libby. Libby, Libby yeah. and Cindy. Perhaps. Or the kids, you know. Or the ki- oh, the kids, yeah. They got yeah. nothing else they to do. They make the kids dig them. Yeah. They're like, dig it. Six feet. Do it. They're like, the sand's so hot. Dig. <laughs> What else you got to do? <laughs> Your mom's not here to save you. There ain't no Little Game Boys like on this island. in the corner. Right. For her mom. Mm, so sad. Uh, Mr. Echo looks somberly out to the ocean. Day seven, wow. they catch and wrestle a chicken, and then they cook it up. Big Libby day. brings some big day. <laughs> they bring <laughs> some cooked chicken to Mr. Echo, who's whittling his beet stick. He's like whittling something into it. Like, uh, yeah, he's like, he's, he's like design. carving something. Yeah, he's carving a little design. Yeah. You know? Or names. Or just like notches of the people he's killed. Or how many days there have been. Maybe. Oh, yeah, all of these are good options. And Libby says, after she sits, she sits down next to Echo, she says, Would you like some chicken? You haven't said a word in a week. Why aren't you talking? Hey, it wasn't your fault, you know. You were just defending yourself. And of course, he doesn't say anything. Day 12. Goodwin talks with Ana Lucia, who's making a spear or some sort of like sharp object, some weapon. A stake. Stake, perhaps. And then Nathan comes out of the jungle after taking a leak, and Ana Lucia tells him that they go in pairs. Well, that's what he says. That's what, oh, that's what he says? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says right. he's going to the bathroom. Right. I think he's telling the truth, perhaps. Okay. All right. But uh, after she I tells him that they I go in pairs. I think suspicious of him. Yeah, I think, well, I think that's what the episode's trying to do, is make you suspicious I know, it got me. Yeah, gotcha. Also, he, this guy is a jerk in Greek, too, so I was biased. Oh, uh, typecasted. Yeah. Mm. He apologizes after, you know, not going in pairs. Sleeping at night, we see feet of the others yeah, who sneak in. creepy scene. Creepy scene. And they snatch the kids in their sleep, and there's a whole kerfuffle. All the kids are screaming. Ana Lucia tries fighting them and smashes someone in the head. And then she tries questioning her, but realizes she did. So actually, Ana Lucia has now also killed Killed some, an another. Other. Yeah. So. A rock is the move. Not bad. You got to use a rock. Yeah. Rock to the head does the trick. Yeah. But for pretty much anything, it's always a good pretty move. Pretty much most things. Yeah. Yeah. Zombies, that's how you take them out. Rock to the head? Yep. Okay. Anything to the head, really. Just got to bash the brain. But a pillow, you know, wouldn't do it. Something that bashes the brain. Okay. okay. All right. It's Could be, be a stake to the head. Yeah. Could be Matchbox a knife to the car, head. Matchbox car, though? Nah, not quite. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unless it like, imb- unless it's one of those ones that has like the fancy like f- fins, tail tail fin. 
Oh, like a, like one of those Hot Hot Wheels. Yeah. Yeah. And it like sticks, crazy. lodges itself in their head. Oh, jeez, what's wrong with us? I don't know. Uh, Listen, I think about zombie apocalypses, and if I'm prepared, and yeah. you know, I got to be ready. You keep a, a shoebox full of those the sharpest Hot Wheels that you can find. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, like use them like just ninja stars. in case. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyways, Ana Lucia goes through the woman's pockets that she killed and finds a piece of paper with a list of nine of us on it. Mm. So there's like names. Mm. 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 Mm -mm. Mr. Echo comes back from the jungle. I think and this is I the thought, next day. Here's what I wrote down. Nathan yeah. did it. He gave the others the list. Mm. Or he's a red herring. He was a mm. jerk in Greek too. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Ana Lucia asks Echo if he saw anything. Mr. Echo doesn't say anything. He just hits his arm with his own stick. Ugh! He's all frustrated. He's mad. Yeah. You know? And then Anna says to Echo, she says, nothing? They drag nine people into the jungle, the kids, and there's no sign of them? And Echo still doesn't say anything. And she says, now's not a good time to talk? What needs to happen to make you say something? And then Nathan tells her to calm down. And they try to leave the beach. They decide to leave the beach and let the signal fire go out? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I was questioning if that was in the right section of my notes. Day 15. Tailies walk through the jungle and stop at a stream. Ana Lucia says, five minutes. <laughs> and then Bernard says, we've been walking for three days straight, Anna. And then she says, and you're still here. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah, She's you do so good, Anna. She's so hardcore. Well, you just talk through your teeth. That's, yeah. that's the trick. Yeah. To hit Ana Lucia. Get a snarl in there. And then Nathan then convinces her that they are in a safe location. Yeah, because he's like fresh water, fucking yeah. plants, tree plants. Right. We got a trees, wall here to fruits. our back. No one's going to sneak up. Yeah, we're not we're in good. the We're in the shade, you know. Chill right. the Let's F out. Set up camp, okay? And then she's like, okay, I'm going to go dig Fine. a big fucking hole, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. So cut to day 17, Ana Lucia digs a big ditch or, you know, ground squirrel's nest. Yep. Ground prison. Prison. Uh, Libby sidles up and says, hey. And then she says, back at the beach the night that they came, you said that Nathan was gone for two hours, that he was missing. Creeps me out, Ana. Is it Anna or is it Ana? Is it Anna? It's Anna Lucia. Anna, okay. Creeps me out, Anna. But I think they, some of them call her Anna and some of them call her Anna. Oh, okay. But. Yeah, it's a potato, potato thing. Yeah. Potato po sack, potato, potato sack. Potato sack, potato sack. <laughs> Dobby says, Dobby. Do Dobby Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> do you really think it's possible that one of us is one of them? And Anna Lucia says, why do you think I'm digging this hole? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it for fun. Yeah. I'm going to put somebody in it. Ana Lucia goes rogue and she knocks out Nathan out of the blue. And Nathan's just like hanging out with Bernard. Like they're setting up a trap or something for some animals. Yeah. You know? they're yeah just they're having a grand a old Saturday. Right. Or chickens. And uh, Ana Lucia comes in swinging and she knocks him out. She carries him and tosses him into the squirrel's nest. And then Echo looks on from afar, sort of disapprovingly. And Ana Lucia calls out to him. She goes, you got a problem with this? And then we cut to a few quick scenes of Ana Lucia basically just questioning Nathan. And I won't go through the dialogue. She's just asking for details about the kids and all that. Yeah. And Nathan's not giving up anything until 
she finds a banana peel in the cage with Nathan and becomes very angry, asking around about who gave him the banana. Mr. Echo walks in. Does she ask him about being on the plane yet? Or does that not happen? Yes. Yet? I think she, she asked him about, yep. She because asked about somebody else was like, I don't remember seeing him on the plane. Right. I think Libby. Yeah. And then, and he, he said that it's because he was in the lavatory and she's like, you were in the bathroom for two hours. Right. And, and so I was like, I have IBS. <laughs> right. Nathan didn't want to bring it up. That's why he's being silent yeah. for all these days. He's like, I don't want to tell her about my problem. <laughs> That's why I ran into the jungle for two right. hours. That's why I was in the lab for two hours on the right. plane. Okay. That also explains the banana because it binds you up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Got to get <laughs> exactly. that potassium in you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she sees that the he has a banana peel in the cage with him. And Mr. Echo walks in. And she says, you? And he just walks past her. And then Ana Lucia freshens up at the brook she's like taking some drinks of of water and then goodwin arrives and uh i was thinking uh also do you think what? anna has an engagement or a wedding ring oh i didn't notice that yeah hmm yeah but her freshening up at the brook i was like i wonder when she like showers and stuff do you think she uses a lufia okay that one didn't land at all no like she could start her own product line, Anna Lufias. <laughs> it's not very comfortable to use, but it's, you know, kind of harsh. It's really good at exfoliating. <laughs> okay. Didn't well. land. Let's move on. <laughs> Is it hot in here? Is it just me? Anyways, Goodwin Sorry. questions her methods of hand. It sounded funnier when I wrote it. I don't know. Goodwin questions her uh, methods of handling Nathan. He says, we should let him go. We're not savages. And Anna Lucia says, if, if I, I was savage, a savage, I would have cut off his finger already. That's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I was so like, hardcore. oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Carry Damn. on. Damn. Yeah. And then at night, Goodwin opens the prison nest and helps Nathan out. And yeah. He gives so at him some this point, food. Yeah. At this point, Dave is like, oh, I bet Nathan is the one who killed Goodwin. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe Anna Lucia does because. Hmm. Because Goodwin betrayed them. Ooh. So, Betray. Yeah. We'll find Who knows? out. Who knows? So uh, know. Goodwin gives Nathan some food in a leaf, like a little pack. He even packed it up for him. It's nice. Yeah. And he, and he tells him to run. Nathan asks where the beach is. Goodwin points and says, five miles that way. And the guy starts to walk off and Goodwin snaps his neck. Yeah. Didn't see Bam. that coming. Nope. And then I was like, okay, maybe okay. he's the one working with the others. Perhaps Goodwin is uh, not so Goodwin. No. no. Badwin. Yeah, bad lose. <laughs> uh, day 24. <laughs> I laugh at that. But <laughs> yeah, not you laugh Anna at Lufia. that. <laughs> you don't like Anna Lufia, but I don't even know what I said. Bad, bad lose. All right, that's good. Good stuff. <laughs> um, Anna Lucia wakes up to a lurking and smirking Goodwin who's yeah, laying next to creepy. her. Yeah, that was creepy. A little too close, too. He was very close, and he was like, hi. Yeah, Just like eyes like, roll mm. over, Mm-mm. and you get a Goodwin face. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he mm. was right there in her Don't face. Don't like that. Don't like that. Need yeah. a little personal space here, buddy. So the whole group notices that Nathan has escaped, and Bernard says, Anna, what are you going to do? And Anna Lucia says, they found us. It's time to move. Day 26, they arrive at the ocean. 
So now, it seems like they went point, through. Yeah. I was like, we should have been, the days should have been like the mystery numbers. Should have just right. been showing us those days. I was thinking that too. Like, I was come like, come on, what? guys. Come on. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Come on, get it right. That's it. Yeah. That's all the only numbers we deal with in Lost. Yes. Okay. Anything else, it's for the birds. Yeah. All right. It's for the Write chickens. It. It's for the chickens. Write it around these day numbers. Okay. Yep. Especially for a nothing episode like this. <laughs> anyway, day 26, they arrive at the ocean. Day 27, the Tailies find a bunker of sorts. Mr. Echo pries open the door, which has the word quarantine stamped on the yeah. backside. Inside hmm. that, too. I don't think we saw that when. Uh... When, um, yeah, I don't remember. Michael and Sawyer and Jan were taken When they there. first arrive, yeah. So they find that the bunker has some limited power, and they turn some lights on and open a trunk that's sitting there, which has some cool stuff in it. has a bunch of blankets, a Bible, a radio, and a glass eye. Glass eye? <laughs> glass like, maybe eye. Maybe it's a time capsule. Yeah. I was like, the rest of this stuff kind of makes sense, but I did not see this coming. Huh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's let Igons be Igon. The Igons, right? <laughs> yeah, Igons. Yeah, I didn't have enough good puns for this. No. Yeah. I'll Unless you... <laughs> be seeing you. <laughs> yeah, they. But if I did, they would have been even cornea. Oh, uh, no, that's a good one. Man. I like that one. <laughs> you like, I like it? that one? You get an A right. plus for that one. Good, because I started that... to get worried that you were gonna lash out on me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> All right. So they try to use the radio outside, and Goodwin snatches it away. Tells them that you must have been they... a really good pupil. <laughs> I know. I was trying to work pupil for in, punning. but like I was going for like teacher something, and I was like, oh, I'm stretching too far. No, not that Anna Lufia isn't a stretch no, at all. No, that's a big stretch. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, they try to use the radio outside. Goodwin snatches it away. Tells them that they have to get to higher ground. And then Anna Lucia. Take me to higher ground. <laughs> and Goodwin walks through the jungle, and they stop at the famous Gallimimus Hill. This looks like where the Gallimimus were flocking again. Yeah. Reused location, perhaps. Probably. Goodwin asks for a knife, and he cuts into the mango with her knife, and they share oh, the yeah. mango together. So this is this is good, right? Anna Lucia yeah. is being crafty because she yeah. clearly does not trust goodwin she knows something's up but she's being flirty to hide it mm, really that was flirty i didn't quite get flirty out of her well maybe not right here but like a little bit earlier she mm -hmm. was like kind of being trying to be like flirty with him and he was like oh. okay okay i guess oh. we can go to the Gallimimus hill and share a mango together mango if you know do what you I want mean. a mango with me do you want a mango and tango? <laughs> Takes two to mango. <laughs> <laughs> so Ana Lucia points out that the knife is U.S. Army issued, probably 20 years old. And you want to do some lines? I would know that. <laughs> yeah. You want to do some lines? Yeah. All right. All right. So you be, do you want to be Goodwin or Ana Lucia? I want to be Ana Lucia. All right. I'll be Goodwin. So I'll start with, sure, Ana. When you ran out of the jungle the day of the crash, how did you find Bernard up in the tree? I heard him shouting from the beach. From the beach? Why are you asking me about that, Anna? Did he see you out there? Is that why you pretended to be one of us? You ran out of the jungle ten minutes after the crash. You weren't wet. You were never even in the ocean. Where are they, your friends? 
Nathan, what did you... If you had cut off his finger and he still told you he was on the plane, I think maybe you would have started to believe that you had the wrong guy. Did you kill him? Nathan was not a good person. That's why he wasn't on the list. What about the kids? Did you kill them too? Children are fine. They're better off now. And then they fight and they tumble down a hill. It's a big old fisticuff. Yeah, and then it is. Anna Lucia grabs whoops. a big stick. Big stick. And whoops, good one jumps. He jumps at her like rah, like Spider Monkey. Yeah, and he impales <laughs> himself. Yeah, impales himself on the stick. Stakes him real good. Crossover. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. explode into dust though. He doesn't. No, unfortunately, that would have been cool. He that just... would have been really unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. He just so, dies. Anna Lucia comes back to the remaining tailies who ask about Goodwin, and she says, we're safer here now. I don't understand why she doesn't just tell them. I think she tells them in a way. It's like, read between the lines, I killed him, okay? Yeah, but I don't think so, because when um, Mr. Echo was yeah. with Jin and Michael and who, what, who whatever he was, he was with, was it just Jin? I forget who he was with. I yeah. think it was just Jin. And they find Goodwin and he points oh, him right. out. He was yeah. like, what That was Mr. Goodwin. To... Yeah, that was Mr. Yeah. Goodwin. Like he makes it sound like he was a good guy. Like yeah. he was some kind of hero and he's like upset that he's gone. Right. So I don't think Anna Lucia tells him. Maybe it's one of those things like, well, we have an idea of what might have happened where we're not going to ask because frankly, lady, you scare us. You scare the hell out of us and we're just following you blindly. And you look cool with your leather vest that you tore the sleeves off so masterfully. And what do you use for a loofah? Because that skin is oh, really boy. smooth. <laughs> She's like, I'm glad that you mentioned See, it. It's actually Anna Lufia. <laughs> maybe I should be keeping a list of all of the unanswered questions in Lost. Yeah. Yeah, you should. No, you shouldn't. You got too many lists going on on this podcast. <laughs> Mostly my predictions. <laughs> yes. Okay, so day 41. Not even Bernard. 42. Had to be 41. 41. I know, you're Come so on. close. Just go 42. Anyways, Bernard turns on the radio and he gets a transmission. It's Boone. Boone, yeah. Boone says, can you hear me? So this is when Boone was at the plane yeah. with Locke. The little yeah. plane. What did they call that? What kind of plane was that? Uh, Cessna? I don't know. What? Cessna? Yellow plane, that's what they called it. Yellow plane, up in the tree. Yellow. Yellow. Can um, you hear me, yellow? So Bernard says, repeat your transmission, please. And then Boone says, hello, we're survivors of the crash, Oceanic Flight 815, please copy. And then Bernard says, we're the survivors of Flight 815. <laughs> uh, and then Ana Lucia snatches the radio out of Bernard's hand. And he's like, whoa, whoa, no, no, wait a minute, what are you doing? And she says, it's them. And she turns the radio off. She says, it's them. They're trying to draw us out. They're trying to find us. And then the scene ends with Bernard saying, what if there really are other survivors out there? And Ana Lucia says, there are no survivors. This is our life now. Get used to it. Yeah, and earlier on in the episode, um, you didn't mention this, but he, he came, like, very early on, he came up to Mr. Echo and was mm -hmm. like, hey, you were the one pulling the bodies out of the water. Did you, did you see, you know, an African-American woman? Right. Um, oh, you, maybe you did kind of say that. Yeah, I did. You did, you did this say is that when he Mr. Blacked Echo out. said he would, like, <laughs> he would um, pray for his wife. 
Yeah. So Ana Lucia sits by the stream and she cries her eyes out. She's very emotional. Well, good thing she's got the glass eye. Good thing she's got the glass eye. Why? Because <laughs> if she's crying her eyes out. Oh, she can pop another one in. Yeah, good idea. Uh, Mr. Echo, again, lurking. Lurking and smirking. Well, he's not smirking. He's, he's just lurking. Smirking. But uh, it's kind of nice to see her cry like she's a real human with feelings. Right. She's got to let it out at some point. This is yeah. what happens to all the tough people. They got to go somewhere private and just let it out. Yeah. You know? Don't want to let any seen that other people for see. Sawyer yet. Not yet, but it's coming. I feel. Yeah. Mr. Echo's watching her cry, and Anna notices him. She says, what are you looking at? And then Mr. Echo approaches, and he says, it's going to be okay. And he comes to her, and she's like, what, you talking now? And he says, it's been 40 days. She yeah, said, so he took a vow of silence for 40 days. 40 days. She says, you've been waiting 40 days to talk? And he says, you waited 40 days to cry. And Anna Lucia breaks down. And he Echo holds her. Holds her, comforts tender her. Tender moment. Very tender, Mr. Echo. Day 45, Libby and uh, Cindy lace up some netting when they see a body washing up on shore. Gin! Gin! They retrieve the body and tie it up. That's when we find out it's Gin. Mr. Echo questions him, but of course, Gin only speaks Korean. Gin breaks free from the bamboo, runs out to Michael and Sawyer, and this catches us up to what we've seen previously. Then we get flashes. We start to get these crazy flashback <sighs> montages of, uh, you know, the Jin and Sawyer uh, getting thrown into the squirrel's nest sequences and how everything went down. It's a long montage over percussive music. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, okay, we remember this part. Skip right, ahead, we got skip this. to shooting yeah, shit in. Ba, 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 ba. Day 46, scenes of them getting out of the pit, going to the bunker. 47, walk through the jungle, Sawyer in the stretcher. Day 48, black screen with sounds of, of a storm and Anna asking, where's Cindy? They hear the whispers. We see Anna shoot Shannon. And then Michael says, what was that? And then, boom, lost title. No new No, nothing. we also see um, Saeed, like, on his knees holding Shannon. Yeah. Was That's that not, new? I don't... We didn't see that before? I don't think we saw that before. Oh, maybe not. I think it was just, like, she came out at him. Right. But this time we see him like kind of fall down to the for or I don't know if we actually see him fall, but he's like kneeling on the forest floor, right. holding, cradling her. Yep. So that's and looking how... up at Ana Lucia with like dagger, dagger eyes. Dagger eyes. Mm hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's how this episode ends. Catches us up. At least we got to see the other side, you know? Yeah. We we got to see what the Tailies went through and their whole backstory. I mean, I guess it was necessary. It's just not not a good time. It's like one of those things it's like, yeah, okay. We, we need waited. to find most wait of this to, out. Wait till they reunite and then let's see that. Perhaps, but it yeah. makes sense. It does make sense. Or just sense flash back, like use a couple scenes here and there. Like I just didn't care for a yeah. whole episode. Like I missed all of our characters. Me too. You know, I was like, I don't want to see a whole episode of other characters. Like it's yeah. watching a whole new show. Yeah. And it takes me a very long time to warm up to a new show. Yeah. So, anyways. So, you want some trivia? You got I any do. more thoughts about this? Not really, no. You're like, no. I just want to go to sleep after this one. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, trivia. So, right after the plane tail crashes into the water at the beginning of the episode, we hear one of the monster sounds can be heard. Mmm. <laughs> 
It's like a whistle, growl. We've done it perfectly on our previous. Yeah. Whistle in, yell out. Another one is Ana Lucia says, we were in the air for two hours. I didn't see him once, not once. Speaking of Nathan in the bathroom, IBS. Uh, which yes, IBS, yep. <laughs> contradicts what the pilot said in earlier episodes saying that they were in the air for at least six hours. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So the title of this episode contains the numbers four and eight. 48. (laughs) So I guess if you split it up. 48 days, 48 (laughs) days later. Right. Um, Apocalypse movie. It says in the uh, transcription and such that Ana Lucia throws Nathan into the quote, tiger pit tiger pit they, they call it the tiger pit in the wow. notes and i've been calling it the squirrel's nest squirrel's prison nest. prison ground pit, prison ground prison uh cage under underground cage yeah so many things so many things but it's officially called the tiger pit hmm i think why I like is ground it called prison. the tiger pit there's no tigers yeah why pat my seinfeld I thought you were going to explain to me why it was called a tiger pit. Mr. Echo observed a 40-day vow of silence as a way of doing penance for killing two of the others. I was thinking this was kind of cool. And like when it's appropriate to enact a, like a vow of silence in your own life? Yeah. Like do you think I could get away with that like with my job and everything? No. Like Pat's not, not coming to the meeting. Days. He's uh vow of silence for 40 days. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe. I wonder if they would, like, respect it. If it's a religious thing, they have to. I just think it'd be so relaxing just not have to speak for 40 days. Yeah, just, but then yeah. here's the downside of that. Yeah? you wouldn't. We wouldn't be able to put out any podcast episodes. Right, well, no, we could. I would be here. I'd just nod along. <laughs> or you we would just, just go say that we record them all in advance before your 40 days of silence. No Oof. one would ever know. Yeah. We had this day in high school. I don't know if they did it like everywhere. Um, Where nobody spoke? Well, you could take a vow of silence for the day. Oh, I, I remember this. Called. And didn't people like, uh, they dressed up like ghosts kind of? They like. What? Yeah. No. I think it was in my school. They like painted their face like ghosts and they were, it was supposed to be like. The amount of kids that like die because of alcohol or something is like awareness for drinking oh, or something. That wasn't what it was in my school. In my school, it was awareness of um, like LGBTQ kids oh. who like keep their identity quiet and hidden right. and silent. silent. Hmm. So I would do that every year. Um, and I remember one year I had like a French. It's going like, to be so hard for you. It was pretty hard for me, but um, I had like a French oral exam or something one day and I, but I got out of it because I was taking my vow of silence and my French teacher just let me take it the next day. Wow. This is the first episode not to feature Jack Shepard and Hugo Reyes, played by Matthew Fox and Jorge Garcia, who prior to this had been the only people to have appeared in every episode. Really? We didn't. What about Locke? Was there an episode without Locke? Yeah. There's been a couple without Locke. Oh, man. I don't remember yeah. that. Oh, maybe there's the like Kate a couple flashback? times. There's like a couple times where like in season one, I think, whereas like we're focusing on the people over here and the people at the hatch. Yeah. And, you know. That's true. This is also the first episode to not feature any flashbacks 
from before the plane crash. That is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. That's the trivia for this episode. Wow. Wow. All right, Pat. What do you think is, uh, what's your favorite moment of Buffy? Favorite moment of Buffy is when Buffy is going through the files and she knocks the phone <laughs> off the wall. Awesome. The best moment of the show. Okay. So good. Yeah. Loved it. Mine she is- She doesn't even look up. Yeah. Perfect. Mine is the entire beginning sequence of the Scoobies trying to kill a Oh, yeah. From, yep. hey, big guy, come right. get it, to Willow, Oz, Oz Xander. Throwing the, throwing the baseball bat stake. Right. That was and funny. bouncing off of the um, gravestone. <laughs> good scene. Yeah. Good scene. Ugh, all of it is beautiful. What show wins? I think this is an obvious one. Whoa. Hold on. Favorite moment what? of Lost. Oh, right. Favorite moment of Lost. <laughs> I was just skipping right over it because who has a favorite moment from this one, you know? Yeah. I think my favorite moment is when Ana Lucia... Cries? No. <laughs> when she stakes a good one or bad lose. Yeah. yeah. I would say it's, I for me, it's either the very beginning sequence or mm. uh, when they pick up Boone's oh. transmission. The beginning sequence is really good. Well, there's also Running in the Rain. You didn't pick that. Running in the Rain is always really good, too. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm going to change. Can I change? I'm going to change sure. to the very first shot. I love that first shot. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good yeah. one. Mm-hmm. They Simpatico. just let it linger. Simpatico. All right. Cool. So now, what show wins? You first. This is a... This is Buffy. I yeah. mean, as bad as bad as like this underworld was with the skinless dudes. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great moments that trump this taily section back, you know, flashback Backstory. episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to give them a tie at first because I really? don't like both of them. Interesting. But there is so much good, fun parts of Buffy that it does yeah. outweigh, I think, the loss. There's a, there's a lot of great moments in Buffy. Yeah. New predictions. Predictions for Buffy. I don't know when Buffy's going to find her way. Oh, no, she's back. Yeah, what she's am I already say? back. <laughs> she's back at the <laughs> oh, end of the boy. episode. <laughs> ah, so she's back. Yep. I don't know how she's going to get back into school if she's... But there was no mention of Snyder in this episode. No. So, And we did see some guy, like teacher or something, in the hallway at first. He says like something about being somber or something. Yeah, he's like, summer's over. Be somber. Yeah. Right. So I was like, is this the new principal at first? But they made no, no mention of No, that guy has been in this show before. Oh, okay. He was the one that wrote, don't walk away from me, bitch, on the board. <laughs> oh, it's that guy. Okay. Yeah. So he's just a teacher. Yeah, yeah. All but, right. So I mean, Snyder's got to be, be around. For Snyder. Who knows? Yeah. He's around, so I don't know. I don't know how she's gonna get back into school, um, unless like Snyder gets transferred or something. I don't know. I I really, that's gonna be a tough one. I have no idea what's gonna happen. Maybe she's gonna be homeschooled, or or she'll go to a different school in the next town over for a little bit, something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. You know. And then. Oz is going to leave after this year. He might be here the, this whole season. He's, he's either going to die or he's going to leave, like go to college or something or ship off to the army. Okay. To the army? Well, mm. okay. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I won't. Yeah. Don't ruin anything. They're all in their senior year of high school. Right. Now. Yeah. Right, right. So they got one more year, which would equal this season, mm-hmm. I would think. Okay. 
Perhaps Willow will still be there because she's a teacher. So Willow's going to become a teacher after this season. Full time. Okay. You'd think you'd need schooling for that. But I think she's already teaching, so they're just going to give her the job. Okay? No no college or certificate needed. Okay? okay. That's good enough for predictions. <laughs> <laughs> I get okay. nothing else after this. These guys, these underworld guys, they're lost to the ether. We'll never see them again. Yeah, well, okay? they're stuck this in portal. their, their Ken right. world. We'll never get more explanation about what that whole gig was. And I think we'll see Lily slash Chanterelle again okay. later on. All right? Okay. That's good enough. Okay. Sounds Nailed good. Nailed it. Nailed it. What do, you, what do you get for Lost? I think we're now going to start getting Taylor backstories. So I hmm. bet we're going to start with Ana Lucia. Mm, perhaps. Even though I kind of don't want that. But no. I think that's what's going to happen. You don't want to see what made her such like a hardened Criminal. lady? <laughs> no, I just don't want it right now. Right now I want to get back to, like you were saying, I want to get back to our people. Yeah, we got to get, we back gotta to get the our Hugo. Yeah, to our And <laughs> to I mean, our I think we will, but I just think it's, I think the backstory is going to be a Taylor and I think it's going to be hers. Because gotcha. it just makes sense like we got Jack's backstory. She's the leader of the Tailies, so right. if we're going to get any Tailies first, it's going to be hers. And we're blending them together and she's in hot water right now because she's of real she just water. shot so Shannon. Maybe maybe something in her backstory is she accidentally hurt somebody else. Hmm. Big time. Okay. So she's got some experience with this. Yeah. Okay. Um definitely think Shannon's dead, but Sawyer is not. So I'm going to stick with that. Okay. And again, I'm rolling over. We didn't get the Ber- the Rose Bernard reunion. It's nope. fucking happening this episode. They can't Is delay it, it Next anymore. episode? It's they happening? It has to. It has All to. All right. Because we ended, we're caught up now. We right. ended the tailies yeah. meeting up with the middies. Right. In, in the, the rain. jungle. In the rain. Yeah. So this next episode is going to be them coming together Big and reunion. coming to terms and figuring it all out. So you think the end of the episode will get a rose I think rose the end of the Bernard. episode is going to be a big swell music of swelling. music. Everybody oh coming together. I don't yeah. know that anybody else is really looking for anybody else in the tailies though. Yeah. So it's just going to really be, it's going to be like people figuring their stuff out, maybe helping yeah. each other. Right. And then we're going to get Rose Bernard embracing. And Rose is going to pull out the most meltiest chocolate bar oh, you've yeah, ever seen. Is. And he's going to, be so happy about because he's starving and he's just gonna like drink the thing out of the wrapper yeah <laughs> thanks rose oh my god you're the best it's an apollo bar <laughs> and she's gonna yeah. give him the ring back that she's been wearing on her necklace yeah here you go it's gonna be really beautiful it is and i'm gonna cry mm. great can't wait for that hopefully he and doesn't die in the next episode <laughs> no no there's no way there's no way yeah um and there's going to be a whole lot of tension between Jack and Ana Lucia as leaders. Mm, yes. It's going to be some mm-hmm. clash. Right. What happening. if they both got a hold of each other and they're trying to extract information from both of <laughs> both of yeah. themselves, you know? Yeah. It'd be a real uh They'd need to battle. pull together their their torture people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Mr. They're both Echo They're torture people. Mr. Echo could definitely take Saeed, I think. Yeah. I think Mr. Echo can take most people. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't because he's a gentle soul. But if it came down to it, you know. Right. Anyway, that's what I think. All right. Uh, What 
piece of media do you uh, have to talk about? You go first. Me go first? Yeah. I got to think of something. Okay, well, then I'll go. I am pretty sure that I have mentioned this on the podcast before, but I don't know that I ever like recommended it. The Tenth Kingdom. It's a mini series. It was like one of those like Hallmark mini series from mm-hmm. 99, 2000, maybe. Mm, gosh. Um, Sounds hmm? like a. Go on. Amy would love it. <laughs> Stop just... giving her bad ideas. <laughs> no, I and I think you would too. They're definitely like there's no. there's Hallmark, trolls in it. Late nineties. There's trolls in it. Yeah. So what? it's it's a. About... You think I'm a big troll fan? <laughs> no, I I think you would be a fan of these trolls because they're silly. Okay. Um, I, I don't know about this. I know I you know should well you, you should give me. it a shot. You should definitely yeah. give it a shot. If you don't like it, Amy, for sure, she's gonna love it. You know I don't what? know. I do, I do like that movie Troll Hunter. Did you ever see that one? No, but I've heard it's fantastic. people have suggested it to me. So good. You should see it. Um, there's some good actors in it. Rudger Hauer is in it. <sighs> okay. Yeah, Blade Runner. He's good. I think, yeah. I think you would like it. I do. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I got something to talk to you about. Okay. It is pretty good. There's some sort of scary parts, but for the most mm. part, I think it would be fine for your kiddos yeah. too. But I know Amy will love it. I don't know where you can... I, I bought it um, and I bought it on like Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can rent it anywhere. Okay. But it's very good. It's like five episodes. I think they're each an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. All right. So uh, I was going to tell you about something else that I watched, but... My wife and I sat down with nothing else to watch, so we went and found... I'm trying to remember the the name of the show. Serenity. What's that show? Firefly? Firefly. Okay. (laughs) We went out and found Joss Whedon's Firefly from Uh the early 2000s. You don't like it? We start on episode one. We didn't even finish it, but it was because we had to go to bed for some reason i think we had to wake up early the next morning or something yeah i couldn't give get it a, into it give it a couple episodes that's what she was saying she was yeah. getting real mad at me because i i was kind of stirring in my seat a little i was like i just don't i don't i just don't care like it just felt like fuzzy and like yeah. old and dated and just kind of slow like i it was hard for me to like really buy into the story or the idea or the characters you know so i was just like I w- you know, I didn't really give it the best go. <laughs> but <laughs> but do I don't know if I can if, go back to it. <laughs> if we weren't doing this podcast and yeah. you watched the ep- like first episode of Buffy, do you think yeah. you would have been able to continue with it without no. the pressure of this podcast? No. And now no, you are have. pretty I think you're into Buffy. You're like Well, here's the thing though. If we stopped doing the podcast, I'd be fine with not watching Buffy again. <laughs> Aww, that's so sad. <laughs> I watch it because it's fun to talk about and yeah. that we have a good podcast going. It's fun, you know, to compare. Well, we could talk about Firefly too. I'll rewatch yeah, it. It's been a while. That's okay. That's all I right. think I really do think that you would like it, but yeah. I do think you like Buffy. I think you've got to give it a couple of episodes. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if I can recommend it. Mm-hmm. But I will say that we watched three quarters of the first episode, <laughs> not fully in yet. Perhaps I'll give it another shot at some point. But I got other things to watch. I mean, you know, you know I don't like space stuff and I don't like cowboy stuff. And this is yeah. a space western. Yeah, it just wasn't wasn't jiving for me. Mm. Space western kind of sounds right up my alley. And it just, yeah. 
it felt dusty in all the wrong ways. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think you should try it again. Give yeah. It a, we'll give it see. another couple episodes. Finish the all first right. episode, give it another few, and, and then okay. come back to me. It's all only right. two seasons and, an, and a movie. Yeah. I know. I know. Very doable. You just got to grab me. That's all. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I hear you. All right. Let's close this thing out. What do you say? All right. Let's do it. Listen, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Tell all your friends. Get together. Have a Kickstream pod party. And then listen Ooh. to us at full volume as you party and mingle about. I think yeah, that would be that a really would be cool fun. thing to get going, you know? And uh, don't forget to rate us five stars. Leave us a nice review if you could. And what else, Sammy? And you should follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickstreamPod. You know, tell us which episode wins for you, what your favorite moments are. Yeah. Fun stuff that you liked, bad stuff you didn't like. Let me know if you want to buy into the new Dobby line or Ana Lufia's that will be coming (laughs) to the product merch line on KickstreamPod. Sure, whenever we get that going. (laughs) Um, And then send any emails... Um, if you want to chat about stuff, to kickstreampod at gmail.com. Just make sure you mark in the subject line if there are any spoilers and for which show so that we can direct mm-hmm. appropriately. And mm-hmm. you can check out show notes for this and every episode at kickingstreaming.com. Yes. And always remember. Always that remember. Streaming is, is better, better with, with friends. Boy, we both went. Yeah. <laughs> what is Look that, tenor? Us. Is tenor high or low? Uh, I think it's low. Uh, we both went tenor. We All right. Look tenor. at us. couple perfect tenors. Yeah. <laughs> hey, perfect <Hey-o>. tenors. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Okay. Till next week. Till next week, y'all. See Bye, you then. Bye, everybody. Bye. Y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs> Just keep, <laughs> keep adding taglines. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way the cookie crumbles. Oh, no. No, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> All right, bye, bye, bye.